When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Earn Five Star Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Voles, site manager, emperor, supreme warlord, and defender of the faith over at OneFootDown.com. Joining me once again is the Commissioner Jude Seymour and the Chief Inspector, Brendan McElinden. Fellas, I am very disappointed in at least two of us from the last podcast. At least two of us from the last podcast. Oh? Very disappointing. So we, we was it the last podcast when we were asked about uh, entrance songs? <laughs> right? Like it's, instead of Ship Out of the Boston, what, what would be one to, that you would rather see? Yeah. And oh, I yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, for some reason, I, I could not get like Metallica out of my fucking head, right? Like I just kept yeah. running off two of those. Because you love playing like, Lane Yeah. And it's just so <laughs> and I, I just, something in my head just wasn't working right. And today I put on what my, what, what is probably a, a top five motion picture, uh, just a little bit before we started recording here. And, it all, I mean, it all hit me. I mean, Highlander needs to be like involved. If we're going to do some Scottish shit, regardless of the Irish stuff, why wouldn't you know, we use as a part of, as a part of our entrance? Why not? I actually don't think that that's a bad take. I think that's pretty good. I mean, you know, you that's get that great, reverberating off the stadium, right? Here we are. And it's just like, yeah, that would be that would be phenomenal. Um, I thought you were going to say the Spanish version of Friends in Low Places since you are now intimately familiar with that. You know what? You it's, know what's great about that is I, that I, had, album. <laughs> I have – Jude, you saved me from it. So like – so you hit up the DMs and you were like, oh my god. Oscar just did the thing. He put friends of both places and made Josh read it in Spanish. And I was like, huh. And then I saw him put out a tweet that like put the, uh, um, I don't know. There was, there was a recording to it. And I was like, well, I'm not going to listen to this with music. I will have Josh doing his, William Shatner reading Rocket Man version of Spanish uh, Friends in Low Places and still not have heard the song. Uh, I don't think it was, it, was, it, was a, it was a gotcha moment. It was gotcha. It was it was it was a it's like it's the game, and I don't I don't know why. Are you familiar is, with the game? 
I mean, it is the game now. At yeah. this point, like this is what this is this is how it's been like. Like my entire life, I've just ignorantly avoided it. Right? Just I just happened to have avoided it. I my can't believe life. you've never been to a been to a wedding. Like at some point from like 1995 to. I mean, I have, but I'm, I don't do the dances at weddings. I'm normally like drinking on the periphery. That doesn't mean you don't hear the music though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't do the dances either, but I've heard the electric si- slide. I mean, you know what I mean? I've never done the dance, but I have heard the music. I mean, that's a little bit different. I mean. No, it is that's the same. I actively would avoid that if it came on the radio or anywhere else. I would tr- instantly turn the channel because I just I think it's just dumb. But I can't never say that I've never heard it and I've never participated in the dance. Yeah, but I've been, I just but I've been to a wedding. Yeah, I mean, and, I guess it's just Mich- the the weddings that I've been to. Well, just don't have no, 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 no. Let's not pretend that Michigan isn't Canada's Alabama. There is there just because you live live you know in and around Ann Arbor does not mean the hillbilly. Uh, contingent of Michigan doesn't exist. Half of them fucking believe they're in the deep South for crying out loud. But I, I mean, I'm not, I, I just, I haven't been to too many hillbilly Michigan weddings. I've probably only been uh-huh. to like six or seven weddings in my life. I'm, I'm going to find incredible. I wish my, so Brendan, <laughs> I wish you, I was that little Brendan, you know what's going on here, right? We have a, we have a group of very loyal listeners who now know that you're actively trying yeah, to with one song and you're literally painting a target on your back, right? No, no, no. It's there. I've, I've, I've painted myself into this corner. Um, so now it's a game, uh, of who can, of make, who can make Brendan click on something and hear friends in low places. It, the, the only problem is, is that like, uh, I lived in the era of Rick roll and of goat C. So like true, I, I'm hypersensitive to these things. I'm, I'm not like, ah, you know, I remember jump scares, uh, my, my receptors are up to this, the, the, the charade. Uh, if I see links, I'm going you, to, you, you cannot be on for the rest so, of your life. Well, so. No, no, no. So there what's going to happen? Oh, let's, let's, Brandon, so <laughs> I, you know, I put you down for all the games, uh, all the home games this year, but which, which ones are you actually planning on being? At? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, <laughs> definitely central Ohio state. Uh, you know, Ohio State, USC, um, and then we'll we'll kind of see what the soccer schedule. Those are the three locks, and then we'll see what the soccer schedule looks like uh, with Sophia in the fall. Um, but I'll try. I and mean, get what, what, I guess what I'm, get, what I'm getting at, what I'm getting at is, what are you gonna do when we walk up to a tailgate and someone instantly is like changes that <laughs> and now <it's> our brother? <laughs> are you gonna run across fucking Joyce Lot? No, no, no. I just like, how, I, how are you gonna handle that? See, because I'm not the the kind of person that will will do that. Uh, I'll take my L if it's if it's played. If oh, somebody it's like coming, it's coming, and people are gonna coming. laugh. You know, I'll I'll take it there. Like I won't I won't like bring uh, like earbuds. You know, I have earbuds. Uh, I could, and just as soon as. But the problem is, is I wouldn't even know what the song sounds like if it started playing. Oh. Which is the problem is it's like, it won't take I don't take even long. Know it would not take long. It's like, I wouldn't even know the opening chords. I would have to hear the words friends in low places. Like I couldn't tell you 
what his voice sounds like in like well, you know, the good uh, news is you'll be with Joshua when you get when you get uh, you, hit on this and Joshua will start laughing so <laughs> which yeah I, I mean I'm just saying I'm just I'm just curious I'm just trying to prepare myself for the reaction is all I'm saying I, I mean uh, you know, spe- for- speaking of reactions uh, just a reminder to everybody out there uh, get your reviews on uh, over to Apple Podcasts. Uh, we are looking, of course, for those earned five stars for this earned five star podcast. Uh, any review that you leave, we will read word for word on the next uh, earned five star podcast. You boys ready for a couple of these? Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. I got two of them tonight. This one is from Bennett J.E. Uh, says more stars, question mark, question mark, question mark. And we got five stars. Uh You'll get them when I hear my fourth review being read, which none have been read so far. But Apple is dumb, like an SEC graduate. <laughs> Keep it up, guys. You make, you make the offseason exciting, which is very uncommon. The stories you, you bring are refreshing and really keep me informed on other college football news. I'm so immersed in ND football that I actually forget that other teams exist. Thanks for always bringing it every week. Hashtag go Irish. Hashtag Jude sucks. Whoa. <laughs> oh, no. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know if I can move on from that. <laughs> I just can't. You know, it was all you guys, you guys, you guys. And then <laughs> at the very end, Jude sucks. <laughs> Put it on a shirt. Uh, yeah, you know, I will say this. Like, look, if we if we did not get to your review somehow, that's Apple Podcast's fault for sure. But don't go back and, like, redo it either because then that puts it back farther and we'll never get to it. It'll just keep – they are not – this is not, like, real time. <laughs> Apple, Apple Podcasts exist in their own time, uh, in their own dimension. And so – you know, because I, I, I'm pretty sure maybe he left one. I, I know that there's been some that I've read, like before we got on the show. Then he go to, then I open it up and go, go to him, and they're gone. So like, I mean, somebody probably edited it, or maybe it was rough. I don't know. And Apple pulled it out. But anyway, I'm just saying, don't. If we didn't get to it, don't go back and and redo one, because what? Because we'll go through that same cycle. So. <laughs> wow, that took such a turn. That's great. <laughs> uh, next one here from uh, delusional ND fan. Uh, uh, five stars earned five star. I love this podcast. It has got me through so many boring days at work, basically every day. Uh, if you could make one thirty for thirty on Notre Dame football, what would it be? One thirty for thirty on Notre Dame football. What would it be? Hmm. I don't have a thirty for thirty. Um, but my dream is my dream. And I, I don't know how I get in contact with, with Vince Vaughn's people. Um, but I think HBO needs to do a limited series about Moose Grouse. I think that absolutely needs to be something that happens. I think that if you gave me, uh, two seasons, limited series, uh, eight episode, um, 10 episode series, uh, seasons and um, you do the front half of his life and then the back half of his life. How phenomenal would that be? Like that's appointment. Well, television it's an, doing, I mean, it's right? an incredible, it's an incredible tale from start to finish. I mean, wh- where from it came start, from, from the fucking, from, 
that's what I'm saying from like from the streets to Notre Dame as a player and then like as a coach, you know, air quotes, and then the back half of his life as an AD. Like give me Plus, give I mean, me I mean, yeah. think about all the other stuff involved in it. I mean, like in his own personal life, like the 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 car accident with his wife, yeah, the, the effect that that had on him. And I mean, this Moose Krause is a like, like I know people, some some fans out there just like have like an image of him and have heard his name and don't really know like how many layers to the onion there really is on the Moose Krause story. But there's, you're right, it's absolutely there. There's a lot going on there, and really, it's a it's a tale. I mean, uh, Jude, how many books have been written about Moose? Was it one or two? Well, definitely at least one. Um, I mean, I think Moose is a is a player in a lot of the um, a lot of the, the stories or accounts or eras that have been covered. You know, so it's hard to uh, it's kind of, it's kind of hard for me to say like, well, this one. I mean, there's one that's definitely about Moose or Moose's era, but. There's right. a lot that involved Moose. I guess a lot more, you know. So I mean, he's a kingmaker for one, right? And like, I don't know, man. Just if like we we talk, we, we kind of touched on this in the DMs when Marcus was doing his his tour and was talking about like the Notre Dame Mount Rushmore. And for my money, I think Moose Krause has as much to do with what Notre Dame is today in the national landscape and, and what Notre Dame is as far as like the national perception of the program is any single I mean, person. Just think, just think about Moose's time at Notre Dame from the, from the day he first stepped foot on campus to the day that he passed. Think about what Notre Dame football went through during that time. That is what became during that entire, that is what what became Notre Dame football, as everyone knows it. I mean, right? who is this? Who is this? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, who is his his is? Who did he play under? Um, you know, who did he coach? Who is he a coach with? The greatest coach of all time, right? I mean, yeah, Frank Lee. I mean, yeah, he, he, I mean, he's with Rock. He's with Rock. He's with Leahy. He, he went through all of that, uh, but. Uh, you know, it was part of the big push to get era, you know, was definitely, um, he was, was he emeritus at the time of Holtz? Uh, maybe. I mean, what was this last year? 80, 80 or 81. I'm not sure if he was fully involved with the Faust hiring, but like, you know, he definitely, <laughs> uh, he definitely hired last, like, we'll hire. <laughs> Yeah, he, definitely, he was involved in the Faust. Yeah. 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 He definitely hired, um, you know, Era and Divine. But so. just from from Rockney to Holtz, all the all the spaces in between Rockney to Holtz is Moose Krause. Digger Phelps That's as the, well. I mean, you you can give him Digger Phelps, right? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, he was just as much a basketball can, guy as he was a football guy. I mean, shit, he was a head coach of the basketball team. <laughs> Well, yeah, he was an all-American basketball player at Notre Dame too. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, Moose's, Moose's story is uh, look. You'll never hear of. That's what's so great about stories from the 20s, 30s, 40s, and, and some of the 50s is just like the shit that went on. You'll never see again. Like yeah. you just, it'll, it's like it's impossible to recreate because in today's world, it's just it's impossible to ever let those things happen and then breathe. 
you know, like, like, like Gip going out and gambling all his money away and being weight drunk and falling asleep on the steps outside his dorm. I mean, that's, that'd be on sports center and some kid got to suspended and blah, 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 blah. What are you doing with this program? That's fucking George Gip for crying out loud. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, so that's why I don't think it could be a 30 for 30. I think you would need a limited series to encompass this man's life. I don't think a 30 for 30 could do it justice. Like you could do it quick cut. Yeah, um, I see. I see. I see what you're saying. I, I think Jude, you could make Jude, it. There, Jude, you got a 30 for 30, like I guess something a little more. I mean, there's a couple of pretty obvious ones uh, uh, from recent times. I mean, what, what do you got? Yeah, I just was thinking that a lot of the the things that I was thinking of have have sort of been sort of been covered um, in other in other realms, either in sh- in shorter pieces or have just sort of been well well trod stories. Um, you know, I, I'm listening to uh, I'm listening to a book that Eric Hansen did in 2005 called Where uh, Notre Dame, Where Have You Gone? Um, I think that's what it's called, and uh, it's you know basically catching up with with players. Um, from yesteryear, but he does a couple of obvious ones, like kind of like Mike Golick is, you know, I think everyone kind of knows the Mike Golick story at this point or whatever. Um, but he also caught up with Greg Davis. Is that name familiar to either one of you guys? Yes, but I'm not, I don't, I but I'm not sure why. Yeah. No, but I, yeah, it, it, it is familiar. I'm not sure why it is, but Greg is uh, the, the guy on special teams that was called on the clip. And the callback rockets uh, uh, touchdown in the Fiesta Bowl. That's a niche the Bartman, callback. The, yeah. the, the Bartman yeah. of our generation. And I thought, wow, Bill that's, Buckner. That's, you know, that's it's so not even his fault. It wasn't even his fault. Well, also the idea that um, you know that you sort of become defined by the one thing that you probably don't want to be ever be asked about, so that. The idea that once you tell people that you played Notre Dame football, um, you know, it sort of ultimately always comes to being asked about that moment. Oh, well, then it's more like the Bill Buckner, right? Because that's Bill Buckner's like no one will ever remember that Bill Buckner was, you know, an all star and a a wonderful baseball player. All they will remember is the ball going through his legs. True. Although some of that history got a I won't say a race, but. Wait, uh, finally, you know, I mean, does Bartman, <laughs> the, 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 the demon, the demon, well, even Bartman, the demons have finally been put to bed. And so those monsters, quote Bartman's unquote, monsters, a Notre Dame, Bartman's a Notre Dame grad, right? Yes. I'm old, yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Poor guy. Hope he's a listener. Hope he's I a listener, so, bud. Cause you know what? The Cubs should have won. It's not like the series is over at that point. It's not your fault. And it's not like it's your fault for fucking a hundred years of nonsense. Uh, all right, let's go. Let's go. I, I, I have two in mind, and they're they would not be a very fun watch for fans. <laughs> and that is, I mean, you could do and do something on the 2007 season, which is, I think, probably the worst Notre Dame season that I could ever think of. Like, I'm not sure about what, you know. It was, it was it was the absolute worst season, and the other one will be the 2016 season, which is maybe the second. <laughs> but I mean, there is there was so many there's so many different things involved in those years that are so interesting that a, a like getting even more and more background, more and more stories coming out about how these how this happened. 
you know, how did 2007 happen? Why did, you know, the, the whole Demetrius Jones thing and Jim, you know, Jimmy Claus's freshman year and John Sullivan playing Olay at center and just, you'll lose the Navy for the first time in 43 fucking years. I mean, it's just like, there's a lot going on with that season itself. Uh, just to like getting the, getting the scoop, the skinny, uh, and the final word on on how how that all unfolded, um, and again that was the worst season in, in Notre Dame history as far as I'm concerned. And then 2016, which is which is funny, that was the first year. Again, that was the first year year that I uh, was at one foot down, and which actually what was it seven years July 7th. Uh, so yes, yay to me. Just got a LinkedIn yeah. uh, anniversary. Uh, please congratulate. Yeah. Yeah, fucking kudos to me. Fist pumps for me. Um, did it. But, but it was such a – 2016 was so wild because the team was twice as good as the 2007 team, and you squeaked out one more win because of just the absolute nonsense that happened between the quarterback situation going out of Texas, uh, Brian Van Gorder, the press conference that I was at you know, after the Duke loss. I mean, Brian Kelly at least three or four times said that – that uh, that Brian Van Gorder did a great job, and then you know, less than 24 hours later, he's on hot jobs. I mean, <laughs> it's just the the hurricane game, and like this is there that season itself. I mean, any extreme season, whether it's a undefeated season like 2012 was, or you know, we can all the the crazy things like the like the pit game and all that shit. Any extreme season has just a billion stories attached to it that deserve to be told at some point. They don't need to be, they don't all need to be told during the season, but at some point, you know, history should be known and those stories need to get out because at least then it provides you a little bit more context and the monsters or the heroes uh, of that time, maybe, you know, maybe it amplifies it. Maybe it, it puts it, it sheds a different light on it uh, for you to, to see it differently, which I think, the 30 for, 30 for 30s, with the exception of a few of them, I think they do a pretty good job of, like, confounding your expectations a little bit. Um, like, the stuff about the U, that was just a straight-up fucking gangster flick. I mean, it was just a <laughs> – you know what I mean? Like, they wanted to celebrate that period, and that's what that movie was. It was celebrating that period. Whereas the Pony Express was a lot, lot different uh, – you know, a lot of different vibe to it. But anyways, I, so, yeah, I would like to see a so, 30 for 30. Take take your pick, 07 or, or 16. So, jo- Joshua, I would watch your 07 documentary if it included um, the in an interview with the guy who sucker punched uh, J- Jimmy Clausen outside CJ's. That was 2009. Oh, shit. You're right. I well, would have one there. And let's do a 30 sp- for 30. If, although, if. 2009 would be a good one too, just just because Weiss's last year, and how wild that fucking season was. I'd take a 2007 if you can get me a specific offensive lineman and why he believed Jimmy Clausen deserved to die against Michigan. <laughs> you never get. I guarantee you could never get somebody to. I don't know if you could get any of the of his teammates to admit that. Even that so, was that was like I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of like an apt comparison, but that was like, uh, you know, watching the assassin go- that, that was like the one guy in saving private Ryan that watched the German go into the house and he just kind of like stood there 
and watched. He, you knew it was going to happen as you watched that Nazi go into the house, the one that you let live. And that's uh, that. Uh, that was Jimmy Clausen in that game. That's hit the, that's the, a the fucking slow harsh shank. Comparison. The slow that's shank. That's a harsh comparison. Yeah, it was. I mean, just go back. I mean, look, you get away with it because nobody wants to go back and watch uh, the beatdowns. But go back and watch the Michigan game for crying out loud. All you gotta do is watch the first. All you gotta do is watch the first twenty minutes of it, and yeah, it's some as clear as that. Laying. Uh, which, woof. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sort of I would watch, I would watch, uh, I mean, I know they did a strong apart about Steve Boda, but I would watch the 30 for 30 on him. I, I think it would be hard now that he's, he's dead maybe to, to, to do it the right way. But, um, you do know, you guys Rod- think that there's been a, uh, changing of the guards with the 30 for 30 though, with these Netflix documentaries? You know, there was the Manti one, and now we get Swamp Kings and Johnny Football uh, coming up down the pipeline. Uh, I th- well, what I think what I think happened was people realized not only could you do do some sports documentaries with some real depth, but that people fucking were eating it up. Like just just think about just think about the uh, the Last Dance with with Jordan. Which is Loved a phenomenal, I mean, just phenomenal series. Even if you're not a basketball fan, it's just, it's a phenomenal look, uh, you know, at, at just like human beings and how, uh, you know, how they're, how people re- react to uh, in those situations. I don't know. It's just, it was fucking phenomenal. Uh, but I, yeah, I think that 30 for 30, which is funny, right? Like the name 30 for 30 was they were going to do 30 films to celebrate 30 years of being a business. And then it was just, they had no idea how successful it was going to be. And then it was like, Oh God, these things are great. And people want these like all the time. Um, and so, you know, they don't have a pat, they don't have a patent on a sports documentary. And so others have started dipping their toes in and doing, doing more and more stuff. I think the stuff that SB nation has done um, with like the rewinds and stuff like that. Oh yeah. That's really fun. Like, like, sh- you know, shorter versions, um, but have been excellent. Absolutely excellent. I th- I just think more of that stuff um, could absolutely be out there, and I would gobble it up. I would absolutely just gobble it up because there's so much there's so much bullshit that gets put. I mean, like movies that get put out now, whatever. So much there's so much trash uh, going on. This is good. I don't mean trash like I'm a fucking uptight. Like, me, I'm just saying it's not good. Give me a 30 for 30 about Rutgers uh, spiking the ball on fourth down against Michigan State to lose the football game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of great college football stories. I'd, I'd listen, oh, my God. I'd watch one about down. the Alabama SID who give me, wrote the Hickory record books. So. Right. I give me the one about, about Rich Rod at Michigan. I'd watch that. Watch the shit out of that. Shit out of that, dude. Oh, uh, Legarrett Blunt and the Boise State game. I mean, just. Oh. I mean, this. How about I mean, one of those like oral, his, oral histories of like trouble with the snap? I mean, I'm. Oh, I'm, trouble with the snap. Uh, the shoe toss, right? The Florida shoe toss. I mean, I mean you, could, just, you could you could do a you could do a nice one of just about fucking UConn and UCF, the civil conflict. The, the trophy getting left. <laughs> I mean, and you could do that one as like kind of a dark comedy. Yeah. Too, too good. I mean, fuck, you could hire Diaco to be your main, your lead man. Good looking son of a bitch. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Brendan knows what I'm talking about. I just had the image of him <laughs> taking the opportunity, the whole uh, documentary, to talk about the importance of breast milk. <laughs> oh my God! Diaco story in an elevator. <laughs> you know that's the one. You know, I listen. I have no problems like not being, uh, not being like an everyday on the beat beat guy, like up there doing all that. But it's when those things come out is the time where I'm kind of where I'm jealous that I'm an hour and a half away. Not, and can't be there all, all the fucking time. That. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that shit right there. It's like, God, you know, <laughs> like that's too good. I could write, I mean, just give me 10 years and I'd, I'd have these stories and there's my book, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like all the nonsense shit. Like we need a, we need a, we need an on the ground. Maybe, maybe Horker wants to do it. He's young. You need an on the ground guy. That's got, you got a ton of little stories there. Write the book. I'll buy it. I'll read it. I'll sell it for you. Oh, shit. Well, speaking of uh, selling things, Notre Dame did uh, did quite a bit of selling uh, this last week. In fact, they went to the the capital of capitalism, really, uh, in New York City and did a, you know, just did a a media blitz uh, with just that. You were just fucking everywhere. Uh, you know, Sports All Center on NFL yeah, Network, good morning football yeah. at the Met, at the Mets game. I'm like, so, I mean, <clears throat> what do you guys think? I mean, was this personally? I was waiting for, and maybe and maybe something happened while we were there. We don't, I mean, we don't, we don't know. But I mean, I was kind of waiting for another announcement or maybe of something going on. Like they were there, were they just there to do that? Which is fine in itself. Or, you know, or was there something that they were, you know, priming or prepping or touching up or working on for something for something bigger? I, yeah, I kind of expected an apparel deal and uh, announcement because you're in New York City. But the more I think about it and like looking at it now, I'm like, well, wouldn't they want to do that on campus where they can have all of their stupid dummies and stuff and have it like in their their complex or whatever? And then I was well, like, I mean, what they do with, well, it's Las Vegas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Made, because they made that trip out to Vegas to do all that too. I mean, is, isn't, isn't the Navy game considered a Shamrock series game? Am I wrong? You're wrong. You're wrong. I am. They're not calling it a Shamrock series. They are not. It is not a Shamrock okay. series game. It is a, I believe it's a Navy. Uh, it's a, is it a Navy home game? No, <clears throat> no, no. What are they calling it? Like Aer Lingus Classic or yeah, something? Aer Lingus. Well, yeah, that's well, that's that's the uh, the organization that brought them over and all and all that. But this is going to be, I mean, isn't this still on NBC? Yeah, it's still on NBC. Yeah, so this is, I mean, this is still within the within their, you know, their scope of things. I mean, look, I wouldn't put anything past Jack. Uh, I mean, he still has no, the power, no, no, right? No, 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 no. Hold up. This is a yeah. It's a Notre Dame home game, so it could be right. It could be yeah, what? Well, it could. Well, I mean, we'll get to this later on when we get to prop bets. But I mean, they could shamrock the shit out of it if they wanted to. No, no, no. They would have announced it as a shamrock series game. No, That's but what, I mean, like that, I guess, special jersey or whatever. Right, but no, I, I guess I thought the original question is like, what the hell was Joe Alt and Audric Estime doing in New York? I know what Sam Hartman was doing. 
in Connecticut, but I don't know what I don't know why those guys. I mean, Audrey Gestime and Joe Joe Alt and Blake Fisher, they're there for protection. <laughs> I mean, who the fuck? I mean, coming off the bus. Benny They brought Benny mm-hmm. Moe as well. So, I mean, they brought every single marquee player that Notre Dame has going into the 2023 season. But okay, so I'm what I'm what I'm saying is we don't just give trips to kids, right? So what was the what was the purpose of the trip for? for uh, so we could get videos of Blake Fisher riding a carousel. So <laughs> we could get Blake well, Joe. But I mean, Alt I would do that. I would do this one. Like, so I'm I'm expecting some kind of video thing promoting something with all these guys in it, much like we saw with Foskey and May. Mayor in Vegas, like some, like I'm still expecting yeah. something like that to happen. Yeah, and I mean, I I don't know how you don't take the success of last year's Vegas video and try to, I mean, try to recreate the magic, right? I mean, Hollywood does sequels for days. Um, I don't I don't know why they wouldn't have tried to do something similar with this, right? I mean, why Notre, Notre Dame's probably shitting. Listen, Notre Dame's probably shitting themselves. Because the Navy game, the Navy game is the only game that's a neutral site game, neutral site stadium game, and you know they like to fucking have three or four of those things so they can say it's good, even though you know it's fucking terrible. But like they they want to put they want to put a lot into it. I'm st- I'm still saying there's something going on. Between, there's some correlation between the New York trip and the Navy game in some shape or form. Well, you know whether you see it tomorrow or next week or two weeks, there's something there. Just saying. Yeah, I. Whatever happened with the picture of um, wasn't Marcus Freeman holding up a like a Yankees jersey or or a Notre Dame jersey in Yankees game? No, no. Remember there was a meth one today. Am I just dreaming this? Wasn't there? Well, he had a Yankees hat on in the in the plane, which was fun. Yeah, I paid special attention to this. Consider my boys. You know, Ryan's a Yankees fan. Dylan's a Mets fan. you know, uh, I still I still think Justin Berlander. How, how is New York City this time of year, Josh? I mean, as a resident of the of of New York, what given your boys are, are fans of the New York franchises, right? Lovely, lovely. The snow <laughs> just receded. <laughs> Bastards this is what my children are. Bastards. Uh, but yeah, I, so I paid, paid special attention to what was happening with the with the whole Mets thing. But I did see Freeman wearing a Yankees hat on the plane, and so I don't I don't know if, if Freeman's a Yankees fan or not. I mean, he's from Dayton, so probably should, should be, be a Red should be a Reds fan. Should be. Yeah, I mean, he should be. And, a Reds. I, and honestly, and honestly, watching Ellie De La Cruz play baseball, I wish I was a Reds fan because there's nothing more fun to watch than that kid right now. Am I dreaming this? Wasn't there some sort of, I don't know, maybe wasn't Marcus Freeman's not involved? Wasn't there some picture circulating of Marcus Freeman at Yankee Stadium with the Army head coach or something like that or holding up an, wasn't there some sort of like promo that's yet to be revealed about Yankee Stadium? Am I completely for 2020, for, for, for 2024, right? Yeah. Can we play Army right? next? Yeah, we already Army- know. Yeah. No, no, they do not. Army is not on the schedule, and the schedule's filled. Man, 
Right, but I was with you on that, Jude, for a second. Wasn't there like some? I feel like the the picture was taken behind home plate. There were they were holding up a. They were either wearing a Yankees jersey or holding up a Yankees jersey. Somebody had a picture that was circulating. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Was it Freeman, or am I just dreaming this? I mean, you could be dreaming it. I can't you, find a I, picture of Marcus Freeman you in the stadium. I don't think you're dreaming. I just think you maybe you're not remembering 100% correctly because yeah. I'm with you. Like I, so, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Somebody refresh my memory and r- remind me what this was. Was Brian Kelly involved? But didn't we I don't know. Like, I, mean, I, I, I swear to God, we talk, was there. Did I let us talk about Brian Kelly on this podcast? <laughs> uh, I hope so. But I, I know on, on this show itself, I know that we have talked about – we were talking about um, – you know, Shamrock series being a bullshit and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And, and teams, all that. And then we had talked about that picture on the show before. Like, well, that right there seals the deal. This is what this is. This is going to be there. But I mean, maybe was it army supposed to be on the 2024 schedule? No. Cause that's the, that's the fucking anniversary year, right? Yeah. Um, how many games? I mean, they have the schedule. Yeah. It's 100. filled out. Yeah. It's filled out. Um, I don't know. Now, now I'm with Jude. Maybe I was fucking dreaming, but I know we were talking about Shamrock series nonsense. We were talking about maybe there was a gap in the schedule and we'd seen those pictures and we're thinking that's going to be army. It's going to be, they're going to do the anniversary of 1924. You know what? I'll, I'll throw it out there. You know what? Maybe they should drop the game at MetLife against Navy on October 26th because you know, they're not really a rival and something ain't right here. Replace it with army at Yankee. Something ain't right here. This is, you know what? We did an episode (laughs) on, uh, on fucking CERN and the particles accelerator. Yeah. And I think that's what's going on. I think we're, we ripped open another, uh, you could also replace wall in the, uh, time space continuum is all. I wouldn't mind tossing a big you to Purdue. Them off so now we can come out. I guess now Notre Dame could come out to fucking uh, chasing in cornfields or whatever from uh, Zimmer. I, mean, I definitely remember there being a, a Charlie Weiss promotion where he was ha- holding up a Yankees jersey for a game. Uh, that oh no, that's coached. That's uh, that's something different. Right, that's, that's different, different though, right? I, I swear, Marcus yeah. Freeman. It was Marcus Freeman. I just this is we'll so. Get, we'll figure. We'll figure it out. We'll be. In the, I'll be in the shower. I'll text you guys. <laughs> Are you a fan of the Notre Dame? <laughs> Are you are you guys a fan of the Notre Dame self-hosted uh, media day? I guess I don't. I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I fucking I love the conference media days because I think those are a lot of fun and there's I some, do too. I mean, there's I mean, some fun shit that goes on there. Eating, but up. with Notre Dame, with Notre Dame's, it's always just been here's what we're gonna spoon feed you. I don't really care. I mean, I, I hate to be that guy, but I just I don't care. About I do about the same storylines. Here's what I will say though about the the entire thing. If we're looking at it, I um, I like that ESPN was able to capitulate and give Notre Dame like they didn't just give they gave Sam Hartman a seven minute spot. So there were seven minutes dedicated to Sam Hartman on ESPN. Seven full minutes, and not all of it was him. They told the story, what it was coming for, and then they brought Sam Hartman in and asked him questions. And then the next day, they gave another full seven minutes to Marcus Freeman. 
So I do appreciate the worldwide leader giving Notre Dame that sort oh, of what one thousand percent. I mean, this was a brilliant. This was a brilliant move by by Notre Dame. Getting, was, getting him on Wake Up Football was good too because like you you reached the the national base of like NFL fans. I think that that was good. The Sauce Gardner story was very fun. Um, I, I maybe I would have liked it better if they would have also then gotten on um, you know some of the the did the media row with the national pundits at the various services would have been nice as well. But uh, I thought it worked out like, like this was, I mean, for us, we're seeing this as like a blatant media blitz by, by Notre Dame hitting New York for obvious reasons, but it comes off as not as like in your face. Right. To, to other people. So I, honest to God, I think what, what they did was damn near perfect. Um, and you know a lot of the in-house content, whatever in-house content they got from that, like they, they're able to use too as well. I just thought it was a job well done. It was subtle yet yet powerful. Uh, it reached a lot of people, and because you, again, like I said, the article you're because you don't have your conference media days, and because Notre Dame has done less and less with like their own media day thing. This is something to make sure that you're putting you're putting names on faces of your biggest players for voters, for other writers, for other fa- for fans in the biggest city in the world or in the country. And I so, do like the fact that Notre Dame didn't shy away from bringing all it wasn't they brought all of their biggest players. Like who are the five biggest players going into the season? Right? I mean, I I'm guess the six to, I, six I'm, biggest I'm, players. Who are the six biggest players? It's Hartman, it's all it's Fisher. It's Benny Moe and it's Audric, right? That's your five. I mean, I, do, do we quibble at all with any of them? I don't think so. I mean, who? No, who's no, no, missing, no. Who's missing? Like, I, is, yeah, is there? Is the? Should, is should, there a what six? You're saying is should should there should there have been a six or a seventh even? I don't. Think and so. I don't. I don't. I mean, you could, but I mean, I just don't. Nobody else has got on that love. Right. I, the thing that, that surprised me the most and that brought me the most joy in my heart was the fact they brought Audric along because that me, that tells me like, and we'll get like, that tells me that he's taken not only, um, you know, his game to the next level, but also just sort of his presence within the program to the next level because well, they, 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 they didn't need to bring to, Audrey. Well, they took him to Dublin too. Yeah. It was just like a month or two ago. Yeah. When they, when they did a, they went over there to do a media thing. Audrey was one of, was one of the players that went along um, to Dublin already. I mean, Estime is like, hey, you guys better fucking enjoy the shit out of Audrey Estime because this is his last year in Notre Dame uniform. I fucking promise you. I um, disagree with that. I think he could I mean, be a second round pick in the NFL and well, I mean you're you're running back. I mean, this is just this is basic, but you're running back. You're not gonna, and he's gonna, gonna get some he's gonna miles. get some he's right. gonna get some volume this year. He's gonna get two hundred carries uh, unequivocally. So yeah. Enjoy Audrey. Well, and well, I, I think the one, university one can only hope. One can only hope. <laughs> well, I mean, who's gonna well we'll get but to I mean Audrey Gustav, they're but, they're making part of the face of the program as they should. 
Which they um, should, and it it surprised me because I'm not sure, not an indictment on like the previous admin or whatever, because I think that they kind of undersold their players a little bit. And I'm, th- and I'm speaking directly towards Josh Adams, who I felt got sort of they they were a little eat <laughs> to the game. You mean you mean, uh, you mean eight games in finally get a Heisman campaign for him I, on the guy on the guy who's breaking funny. 60, 70, 80 yard runs left and right. I mean, yeah, but the fact that they're they're up front with Audric, um, that heartens me a lot for what his his prospects are for the season because um, they're not shying away from it. And he's not shying away from being in that spotlight. So it's it's kind of like two. No, no. He's and he can sing too. Just remember that singer. Jude, you, you got any last thoughts on, on the New York trip? Anything <laughs> you want to point out? No, I just don't yeah, think we're done with it. Done so things. I look forward to. <laughs> I look forward to more. So, but I agree with what Brendan said. It was great to see the. The car wash, the media car wash, and, uh, you know, if we're going to be doing something, I agree with both of you that if, we, if we're if we going to be doing something uh, substantial to push anybody Heisman campaign, it needs to be started before week one, not week seven when, you know, the guy's right. about to get hurt. Absolutely. All right. Uh, well, I think now's a good time to uh, to break in with the, uh, with the age-old question of, what are you wearing? Have you hit home field apparel, homefieldapparel.com recently with the latest Notre Dame drop? Uh, something we had promised uh, was on its way for a couple of years now. Uh, <laughs> finally came through. Uh, get on over to home field, homefieldapparel.com. Use the code one foot uh, to save 15% off your first order. And uh, by the way, if that doesn't work, use YO Nation. W Y O nation. Uh, <laughs> it will be another code that works. Just say, just me helping you save as much money as possible, but get this gear, use it. Uh, I, I got to tell you, they dropped the Oregon one right after a you know, couple days after Notre Dame. Fucking stellar. Absolutely. Phenomenal. phenomenal. Uh, any, any cartoony duck is, is good. Uh, they did that, a great job that there. Old Again, they put on there is just. Have we seen the? Have they rolled out the full Syracuse refresh? Asking for a friend, just. Uh, no, dude. Like, this is the thing. <laughs> I knew the Notre Dame one was gonna was gonna cost you, um, but for, for looking at, it, I was like, Jude's gonna get the joggers. Yeah. No, I 100 went in on the joggers. So. And, and you know, we all did. Um, but like the Q's one for like, for, for, for you, you probably spent uh, 200, 250, uh, for the Notre Dame launch, uh, or the refresh, but the Q's one is going to get you because you, you are buying for Christmas now. And that's the <laughs> one, that's the one that's going to get you for the, the rest of the season. Right. Uh, that's the, I, I am a little worried. I mean, obviously if it's just, it's a bunch of you know, <laughs> 90s looking stuff from the dome uh, with the carrier dome on it, then I can probably pass, but um, you know, most of it, but uh, they start putting some, some, they put, you know, they start putting auto on shit. Like I'm in, I'm in trouble. Game you know over, I mean? Right. So um, yeah. And that's, just, uh, and that's part of the point. Like it's perfect for gifts. Absolutely. Yeah. Home field apparel is absolutely perfect uh, for any type of gift, especially Christmas season, you brought up. Hey, I know it's July, but it's never too soon to start thinking about the best white elephant gifts you could possibly think of. 
And yeah, some of that could have bought some of these shirts. That's all my father-in-law got for Christmas was home field stuff. So I said I said this on the podcast before, and I will say it again, and you probably will hear me say it again, uh, and you'll probably be sick of me saying it, but um, buying the Mystery Tees box right before Christmas last year was literally the best decision I made because we had so much fun um, seeing what the tees were and and then handing them out by, by basically wheel spin. Um, and a lot of people got a lot of cool tees, and they all wear them. So. Yeah, I mean, it, at this point, my favorite shirt is um, unequivocally my Central Michigan shirt, which is what I'm wearing right now. Yeah, look at you. And in oh, fact, I've oh, got hey, a, there it is. I've got a Eastern Michigan shirt I wear a lot that's very similar to that, except it's in Eastern colors clearly, and uh, it says Eastern instead of Central. So, well, um, I love that. The, I love and the you know what? what? To all those people that are like, oh, or if you wear a school that you don't know, oh, there um, you go. Nice. Ash Duncan, yeah. Nice. Um, if you wear a school that you, you know that you didn't, you have no affiliation with, like, are people going to ask you about it? I wear my Eastern Michigan shirt all the time. Nobody ever asked me about it. Nobody ever was like, oh, they should. And you're like, and oh, I, have and your I'm top so five, ready. You have a top five head coach uh, at, at Eastern Michigan? Absolutely. I, I'm so it, ready to, to engage them in and in brick tick talk and Chris Creighton uh, should not go anywhere. Teacher Northwestern <laughs> head football coach, Chris Creighton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away, you fuckers. Get to run this Mac. All right. Again, use uh, the code one foot or YO nation. Uh, say 15% off your uh, home field order. Uh, go in and gobble, go in and gobble it up. They got the joggers now. It's, it's, it's a good collection. It was a good, it was a nice refresh. Um, I'm sure at some point they'll add some more. What's funny is like, go look at IU's collection, you know, cause Connor, the guy started and runs home field as an IU grad. It's just like every three months, like here comes 10 more pieces of IU stuff. It's phenomenal. Here comes um, more script IU stuff that, that is phenomenal. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I'm still waiting on a bomber jacket. Uh, <laughs> still, still waiting on some of those goods. The only, the only, the only gripe that I have is that the um, Clashmore mic was kids only on the on the gray on the version gray. of it. On the gray. I wanted the gray version of it. And yeah, I, I did was, too. When I saw it in the release, I was like, yes, because I don't own a copy so what, of the of the. So my boys are wearing it. I'll punch them for you. Like that's from that's from Brendan. Crack yeah, your mouth. you know what? And and I'll I'll pay you back for it as as your boys roll into the fall wearing the 2023 version of the shirt. That's bullshit. That's absolutely bullshit. And uh, <coughs> and 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 he'll he'll get <laughs> off by saying, "Oh my God, they finally released a Clash More mic in the right colors and the right sizes." And you click the link, and it'll be Garth Brooks's friends in low places. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Dude, don't give it away. You get to the <laughs> checkout of it, and it just starts playing. All right. Well, we're here for a big reason tonight, um, and that is to uh, do our annual preseason prop bet show. This is the uh, fourth annual, man. We've done this for this four years. Oh my God. I have a 2020, a 2021, 2022, and this is the 2023. This is the fourth annual. Can you can you recap for us and and let us know who won last year and by how much? Uh, no, I I can't. I'm afraid um, <laughs> it's uh it's lost in the annals of history. It, all I know who is could really that, say? Who all I know is that Josh was abysmal and came in dead last with twelve. <laughs> Just awful. You know, 
Whatever. You were 17 it's and a, I was 15. I, I, I really enjoy this show because, first of all, um, sometimes <laughs> our, our friends from UHND play along. And I think one year they even got Ashton Pollard on their as a show. I mean, obviously, Ashton's got a different job now um, than she did at the time. But um, it's just so much fun to see how hilariously wrong you are. And how you're just like a lot of these, some of these uh, prediction projections are more like hopes, like, God damn, Brendan, Brandon, Lindsay, <laughs> Brendan, Lindsay, Brandon, Lindsay, Brandon, Lindsay's got to have a breakout season. I'm just going to, I'm going to vote for, for most receiving yards. <laughs> well, I think well, yeah, uh, there's moments that arise from them too. Like, um, Javon uh, McKinley, Javon McKinley is one of the all time greats. Uh, great moments in this. Uh, one of my favorite moments is this: is um, uh, who scores the most points against Notre Dame? What was that? Twenty twenty one. Yeah. <laughs> and I won that year. I, I won that year. But like I said, Georgia Tech was going to score the most points against Notre Dame. Does anyone remember how many points Georgia Tech scored against Notre Dame in twenty twenty one? Zero. It was not the most. It was not the most. <laughs> we really, we really liked uh, uh, the running back. Uh, yeah. You and I had, you and I had a big uh, man you know, crush on him for a couple yeah, of years. I mean, he was a first round draft pick in the uh, the NFL. He went to the Detroit He's, Lions in the first round. Yeah, he gives us this fucking stud. But, uh, <laughs> <clears throat> couldn't do it by himself. No, so all right, well let's. So let's get into the 2023 version. Um, I know it'll be. I know. I know we're lining ourselves up to be fantastic again. So let's get into it. Yeah. So Brendan. Okay. Yeah. You're caught. You're coughing ass. Lead us off. Yeah. So let me take it over with the who. Uh, who leads Notre Dame in receiving yards this year? Joshua. I put this one to you. Who leads Notre Dame in receiving yards? Uh, I don't think it's a. Stretch to say Jaden Thomas, right? No, I don't think I so. I think he's definitely the safe pick. I think that's right. Yeah, I mean, I think it's an accurate. I mean, <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen with Sam Hartman at quarterback. New quarterback coming in, who he's going to like a lot. I mean, Great House got a ton of <laughs> – freshman Great House got a ton of action in the spring game. But I think Jaden Thomas is, uh, is, yeah, the safe pick and probably the most likely. I mean, that, which is why it's a safe pick. It's going to be yeah. him. Brendan, can you go second on this? Because I've got I've got two I'm debating between, and I sort of just want to take the one you don't. Uh, I don't think that it would be prudent for me to pick anyone other than Jaden Thomas, right? Uh, which is so but that's the direction I'm going. <laughs> All right. All right. So I'm going to take Jaden Greathouse because fuck it, let's have some fun. Freshman. Freshman. Freshman leading and receiving yards. Holy sh- All sorts of uh, uh, look. This is this is like Tobias Merriweather type projection for me. Um, I still, first of all, still lots of love for Tobias Merriweather. Not not discounting him in the least. Um, I figured if Brendan took Great House, I might take Merriweather just to to make three different answers here. But I think I think Thomas is the is the is the smart play. I just. Um, this is more fun if you if we have people that are that we can laugh about or or say, see, I fucking told you. Right. So. So uh, this one's on there just because it's on there. Uh, the next question, <laughs> you know, and I think that we all need a layup. So at least everyone can finish with at least one point. <laughs> um, but who leads Notre Dame, 
who is Notre Dame in, in, in rushing yards? There's no way you can argue for anything other than <clears throat> Archie Castamay, right? You can't, well, you can't think, make a case outside think, of injury. Yeah, it, that's that's exactly yes. right. The cases there that you, you have go. To outside of injury are are basically monkey paw type shit, right? That you yeah, yeah. Can't say out loud, right? Which I'm too powerful. I I am my power is too great, um, and that I will I I will not do that uh, to Notre Dame yet. Uh, <laughs> Put the monkey paw out there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just I I mean I know what I'm capable of. And I, I'm, so I am more, um, more, I, I guess here, pick my, my spots. Pick my let spots. me just ask a question out loud. Is Tyree going to get more reps at, at wide receiver than running back this year? Theoretically. Yeah. Okay. So oh, yeah. we can, oh, yeah. we can, we can He's safely eliminate him. Right. Right. So it's now, not, yeah, it's not going to be our graduates running back. Skip Vallada. Or Sam Asaf, right? No, no, or Chase not Ketterer. <clears throat> so we're basically down to Devin Ford, Jadarian Price, Jeremiah Love, uh, Payne. He's on there too, right? Oh yeah, Payne. Yep, Jabrian Payne. Jabrian Payne. Yeah, Jabrian Payne. He's on there. You forget to mention uh, Penn State transfer Devin Ford. Yeah, I think I did. I think I said Devin Ford, didn't oh, I? Did, 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 okay. Yeah, you put Devin yeah. Ford on there. I think yeah, Devin Ford probably I mean, a second. I think Devin Ford probably a second on the team. Carries. I mean, if if Devin Ford leads leads, I mean that's an all time that's an all time transfer graduate transfer pickup, right? Like at this point, I don't, Devin Ford has like has beats Trevor the hell out of uh, Spates from yeah Stanford, Trevor Spates right? uh, Spates or whatever, <laughs> you know. Like I, you love bringing you you love bringing Trevor for Spates up. I, I hate bring him so up much. all the time. I can't, I, hate I can't look at this list and say make it, it, no, it sense for anybody but estimate. So I'm, I'm going to go estimate. Just I wanted to be yeah, different, but it, just, it doesn't make any sense. Everybody's got to get a point. As, as Brendan, Josh said. is going to pick Davis Sherwood. I <laughs> know <laughs> uh, it's a no. I could use I could put pick Sherwood in a different spot for sure, but no, nah, it's estimate. For sure. You know, and you need to put one in there for there. Uh, I think this is one of my favorite ones of the whole list is uh, just this is the proppies, the prop bets, right? Who scores the first touchdown of the season? June, who scores the first touchdown this year? <clears throat> yeah, I this one, I, I like it, this one felt so much like Michael Mayer last year. And it, it wasn't Michael Mayer, right? No, no. It was Michael no. Mayer two years ago, right? No. You picked no. Michael Mayer two years in a row, and it was. I picked not. Michael Mayer two years in a row. He yeah. did score the first touchdown against Florida State, though I believe. <laughs> I thought no. No, the first touchdown in 2021 was um, Michael uh, Mayer. Oh, Michael Mayer. Yeah. Yeah, you picked yeah, Tyree. Yeah. yeah. I picked Tyree. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to do that again. Or am I? No, I was um, Yeah. Let's think about this for a second. Play Navy. <clears throat> so it's a game against the Navy. Yeah. And I love the idea that uh, that they give the ball to Estime in some sort of short yardage situation. He pounds it home. I've, I mean, it certainly could be a pass. That would be very exciting. Um, you know what? I didn't pick Jaden Thomas for my other one. So let me go Jaden Thomas on this one. 
Do you want the correct answer now? Yeah. It's going to be Mitchell Evans. <sighs> okay. That's not the correct answer. On a sneak or? It doesn't uh, matter. Does it? Does it? Just got to score the first touchdown. It does not. Mitchell Evans Mitchell Evans could score, at, score a quarterback sneak. Could score as a, which I highly, I don't know if we'll see much of that this year. Uh, but I just got the, I, I love picking tight ends here. Uh, and why not? Hashtag Ohio. I'm going to say it's a bomb to to buy uh, to to buy a smear weather. Sweet. Oh, I'd like to see that too. That'd be awesome. I think they're gonna roll the toe. So that's what they're gonna do. All right. This one I think should be pretty easy too. Uh, who leads the team in touchdowns? Josh. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with my boy Estime. I mean, let it let it in touchdowns last year, correct? And it's been a running back for the last three years we've done this, right? Right. But um, the mathematics certainly change uh, with a quarterback. Um, so yeah, it, but it also but it also changes a little bit because there's no like concrete number two back. Like there is a, none. <laughs> it's not like you're Logan, worrying about a Tyree or Dix. Yeah. Right. Right. Because both of you picked Tyree last year, and I picked Estime. Um, I really, I thought I thought Tyree's role was going to be expanded last yeah, year, which more is, like which a Swiss never, Army knife kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> do you have anything interesting? Do you do you, do you, are you going to go buck the trend outside of Estime, Jude? You know, I was thinking about it, but it really just feels like take. It might as well take the points here, right? I feel like easy points for estimate. I'll, prob- I'll probably, uh, I'll probably regret saying that, but yes, estimate. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough because he's going to. I think that he's going to be such a focal point of the offense, both in terms of uh, running the football, but I also think that they're going to expand out his role in catching the football too. I think that they're not. Uh, I don't know. I, I think they're going to take every opportunity to not get him off the field and uh, you use them almost like they did with Kyron Williams, where they were like, you're in the back. Um, so I can't in good conscience, like I want to pick Jaden Thomas. I want to do to, to buck the trend, um, but I just I just can't do it. Um, I think Sam Hartman's going to throw touchdowns, but like I think Estimate's going to catch some of them. Right. So. Yeah, ask me as well. Okay. <clears throat> Who leads the team in tackles? So my first question is: Is JD Bertrand still on the team? Uh, rumor has he yeah. is indeed he is still okay. on the team, and he is the leads lead, He is the team's leading tackler for each of the last two seasons. Is that correct? Uh, much to correct. the chagrin of the fan base, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's basically: yeah. Are we going to pick Bertrand for a third straight year? when none of us have ever picked Bertrand or are we going to say, no, there's somebody else. That's the question. Yeah. And that is the question. Uh, I'll answer the question. Go for it. Um, <clears throat> no, I'm not going to be an idiot. 
why would you t- why would you pick somebody who's not going to leave the field? Because he's yeah, not put me, down. <laughs> put me down for not being an idiot as well. <laughs> he's not like he's, he's not good. JP Bertrand is fucking he wasn't great in coverage against Cincinnati. God forbid he had a bad game. But he's a fucking he's a good linebacker. He tackles and fucking puts people on the ground. He does tackle and put people on the ground. I and he's the middle he, he does what a linebacker does. And he's the most proven player yeah, in that, in that, you know. So can you tell me who finished in the top like three in tackles? So if I don't pick Bertrand, who am I? Who Who's my universe of people that I'm looking at? All is right, it just so linebackers or safety? No, no, no. It, uh, so Jack Kaiser was second. Okay. Um, Maris Leafau was third. Who I picked last year, I believe, right? So Leafau had the most snaps for any defensive player, and it was uh-huh. by a mile. Yeah. yeah. And just so you're aware, J.D. Bertrand almost doubled up anyone in solo tackles. So it feels like betting against Bertrand is like saying that you don't think Bertrand's going to finish the season or something, right? Or, or yes, like you think he's going to get, you know, passed over by someone, which I I don't know if that's something that's going to happen. But DJ Brown, I mean, where like Tariq Bracey, Xavier Watts, if your safety leads the team in tackles, um, I mean, your 2020, 2020 Kyle Hamilton. Yeah. Right. So are you trying to um, against my better judgment? I'll pick Kaiser. Just to make it fun. I mean, I don't, I don't hate that pick. I don't hate that pick. It's just Bertrand was far and away. The guy who was involved in more of this shit last year in the last two years, actually. So, okay. All right, so this, this next is, one, this next one's terrible. This next one's terrible because where do you go, right? Where do you go? The all-time <laughs> leading sack leader at Notre Dame is gone in Isaiah Foskey, and as uh, Pete Sampson pointed out in the latest Athletic, uh, all of the pressures are gone, right? With the Adamiolas and the Foskies are, are are no longer on the team. So who's going to lead Notre Dame in sacks this year? Are you hitching your wagon to Jordan Patello? Yeah, that's what I that's that was my first thought. Or is there a newcomer? Right. Jean Baptiste. Uh, Jean Baptiste. Which sounds Jean like Baptiste. The, it sounds like a guy who was on the, the Peter Gabriel in your eyes tour. Like, you know, part of the. Uh, no, I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> in your like the 16 minute. Couldn't you see in the 16 minute in your eyes, like from the Secret World Tour? Like he'd be like, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Javante, Jean Baptiste, Jean Baptiste. Uh, I I don't hate Jean Baptiste in this spot. I I don't hate Botello in this spot. I feel like one of the things about it is it it's very reminiscent, uh, and I don't like to say it. Um, it's very reminiscent of 2011, where your sack leader Aaron Lynch takes off, and you're like. And Darius Fleming, who is one of your sack leaders, is gone. It's like, where's the production going to come from in 2012? Right. Is the team going to be very good in 2012? And then Stefan too was like, yes, I am very good. I and Prince Shimbo was like, yes, I am also very good. And old man Cap was like, hey, don't forget about me. I'm, st- I'm still here. I'm still yeah. alive. Uh, I kind of think that Notre Dame 
I don't want to say that it's going to be like full on 2012 with the because yeah, I don't I don't know if they had that Manti role, but I, I definitely think. I mean, yeah, kind of, well, uh, uh, you know, and decade so, later, they're probably about the same athletic talent, right? I mean. Are you going for Patello? Seems like the safe play, or are you think are you going to go wild card? Here? No, I'm going wild card. I'm going Riley Mills. I think Riley Mills. Okay, is Riley Mills. That's right. Oh my, oh my God! General Mills. General Mills. I think. I think. Damn. I think they get. Uh, I think they get pressure on the inside, and and I think that there's some surprises, a lot like they did with, um, uh, you know, Terry Chillery, right? I'll take Patello. I'm going to go. I'm going wild card. I'm going the wildest of cards. Jalen Sneed. Do you have any idea how excited uh, the masses would be with a Jalen Sneed explosion? This one is definitely a projection. I think just to become the sack leader, you don't have to be an every down player which Jalen Seed will not be, but you were, you, you're out there for a reason. And Jalen Sneed's reason is going to be, go get the fucking football, go get the quarterback. And I think that he will do that enough times to lead statistically. I'm just, like I said, this is a wild card. I like it. I, that's the, that's the kind of pick I, I live for. Let's get after it. That, that's the one I'll be. That's my, that's my. That might be the Javon McKinley. Yeah, of the night. You, yeah we'll you're Javon McKinley. Um, all right. So who has more carries, Audrick Estime or all of the other running backs combined? What would what would the numbers be on this last year? Do you have that by any chance? I, ha- I have it last year, and it's it's not yeah. it's not favorable to you. Audrick Estime had 156. Uh, Logan Diggs had 165. Chris Tyree had a hundo. Um, Tyler Buck had over 100, right? Well, well, um, doesn't uh, is just running, backs. running backs combined. Now, oh, running backs. To, My- to, to your point, what I think is more apt is what does 2021 look like? 2021 had Kyron Williams at 200, Logan Diggs at 52, Chris Tyree at 56, uh-huh. Audrick Estime at seven. See, this is where if you look at 2022, yeah. it's a little dicey. In 2020, Kyron Williams at 20 at 211, Kyron or Chris Tyree 73, Sebo Flemister 58. So see, this is this is where it gets a little bit interesting. Plus, plus you got a quarterback that throws better. And he runs a lot. Sam, Sam Hartman yeah, I, runs, uh, you know, a hundred times a, uh, a year. Uh, Twenty nineteen, I mean, Tony Jones, one forty four. The next leading it's also, running back. This is also tough because we have no idea what what Jared Parker plans on doing. No idea. Like, like, yeah. Like, no idea. Like he, we, we we may think we know, but we've never seen. We, he hasn't called a game. We haven't seen him in a in a game and how he how he disperses the carries. Um, but, but I'm. I don't think there's any way we can overlook what happened in, in when Notre Dame has a a standout feature back one back yeah. feature back. Thank you. Uh, and so I'll go with Estime, but it would not surprise me in the least at all if if 
the other if the other running backs combined have have more carries. That, that, yeah. There's I, a lot of there's a lot of running backs to use too. So that's yeah. the other component too. I tend is, to I tend to gravitate towards this the field in a lot of these questions. Um I, I do think that the volume definitely is going to estimate. I just I wonder if maybe I can sneak a cheap win here by you know, he just doesn't get he just doesn't get double. So or I not double, um just doesn't get more than one, right? So yeah. I'm gonna take all other so you'll take the field, the field. Yeah. And I'm going to take estimate. Cause I, I mean, I honestly think that this is going to be a season for estimate to run for what? 1400 yards on, on, you know, oh, my, my desk just moved. Right. This is, this is a year for Notre Dame <laughs> running back to hit like 1400 again. Oh, well, that's what Josh Adams Brent, was. Did you just hear what Josh was just said? Yeah. Oh man. But I mean, this is, this is a year for it, right? Cause I think you have a, a quarterback who is able to take advantage of, the, I don't know who I saw it from, but it was like the average depth of target on, uh, Sam. Well, yeah, throws. The, the pa- this is a Charlie Weiss thing. You're passing to set up the running game because I mean, right. you're the, the fact that they cannot clog up the box. Cannot. On a quarterback like Sam Hartman means that you have grass to run to, and Andre Castame is a motherfucker to bring down, and he's and not we, slow. And we saw like there was a, we we talked about this on the pod. We talked about some of the DM is like Andre Castame like cut weight in order to get a little bit faster, and there was like you know you, Josh, you had some concern, which obviously you do because anytime there's any. But if you see, it, but if you see him in a New York Mets jersey, you don't really worry about it. Well, that's what really I was about to bust, say because he's busting fucking buttons in that thing. He can't button that thing up. <laughs> he was in an XL. He couldn't button it up because his arms and his chest <laughs> were enormous, and all he did was just like get rid of the you know bad stuff. Uh, like, oh boy, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure Estebe is a. Uh, is with Roback. I, I think uh, I saw that somewhere and I look good in Roback stuff. Not that good. <laughs> Not that good. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, there's some, some I, I don't know. So you go, personally, you go with Schneid, you go with uh, yeah. So I, I yeah, I, I, I like that. Um, I, this is an interesting one too. Is where do you put the receiver position and who leads the team in the receptions? Jaden Thomas versus the field. So I know I took Thomas as lead Notre Dame in receiving yards. And this this I, does not include I right. I absolutely have to take uh, the field on this one. So I just want to be. I want to clarify. If Jaden Thomas has 50 catches and somebody else has 49, then Thomas wins. But if somebody else has 30 catches and somebody else has 21, then the field wins or Jaden Thomas wins. Uh, so if Jaden Thomas it has, it's, it's no, not no, a combined. It's, it's not, not combined. combined. Okay. All right. Good to know. So do you think Jordan Thomas is going to lead the team in receptions or is there somebody else on this team? Anyone else on this team who could lead their team in receptions? Like a Mitchell Evans. Like a Mitchell Evans. Yeah, yeah. Holden Stace. Eli Raritan. Eli Raritan. Yeah, I'm taking the field. It's just that's a 
that that's I a mean, field situation. There could there could be a connection with Jordan, like like you said, with Jordan Greathouse. That like I, there's no preconceived notions with with uh, Seam Hartman right. coming in. Right, right. So like he's a Jack. It's a Jack Cohn type of year. It's a Jack Cohn type. Like Tobias Mayweather could come in and like in the Navy game they just feel this connection and then next thing you know Tobias catches, you know. I mean, how many passes did Jaden Greathouse catch in the spring game? Nineteen. Yeah, like nineteen. Forty-eight. Yeah, <laughs> 40, 42. Yeah. <laughs> so, all the Jades. Yeah, field. What are you guys going with? Uh, I'll go with Thomas just to uh, to let Jude chew on it. Uh, yeah, I feel like I'm just going to take the field too. So. I like the opportunities. Plus, it it seems weird to not say he's gonna to say that somebody else is gonna leave in receiving yards, but then that Thomas is gonna lead in receptions. Right. I mean, it's possible, right? Well, no, I mean that happens pretty much on the reg, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Well, so here's a fun one: Who commits the most turnovers against Notre Dame? Which player? Oh. Right, that's that's what's fun is which player uh, commits the most uh, turnovers against Notre Dame. I'm gonna say Brennan Armstrong. Uh, who's the quarterback of the State Tigers? Uh, Duke's Mayo. Yeah. <laughs> Who give is, me Phil who, and call it a day. I knew somebody. I, I mean, I put this on there partially so somebody could give to put Phil. Oh, I, oh, I bet, I bet, I got Rick rolled. Uh, so I'll put Phil. I'll put Phil on there. Phil, Phil Jerkovic is yours. Jude, uh, do, do you want the quarterback of NC of uh, NC State? Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know the I don't know his name, but whoever it is, I'll take him. I, I'm just gonna write down Tennessee State quarterback. He's just gonna he's gonna have a bad day. Uh, TSU QB one. <laughs> okay, so who ends up joining the list of Notre Dame villains by season's end? This is who a question last State year. Quarterback one. It was a question last year. There's a couple of that that, that are holdovers. Is yeah. it TSU QB two? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's a. So this is great. Last year, Brendan cl- correctly picked Caleb Williams. I went with Shipley, and and Josh went with Takis, which is in retrospect very funny. So. <laughs> yeah. Thought he did, I thought he'd do something. He didn't bite. So has anybody got a hot take on who's going to be a villain by season seven? Fuck it, man. Kyle McCord. Oh, that that is that's spicy. And I don't like I don't like where that's nah, going. That's not that's not that's not good either. That's terrible. Hmm.
I just don't like, I don't know our opposition's people enough. Well, I mean, Drake may not, he's not on the villains list yet, but he could be. Yeah. I just don't, I don't know. I don't have a lot of faith in that. I'm going to say that the college football playoff committee is a villain by season's end. Because let me tell you what I, I foresee is I foresee an 11 and one Notre Dame team uh, sweating things out and whether or not they're getting the four seed or the two, three seed um, that puts them in line for a villainous spot. Um Although this is a, this is a year where the <clears throat> we still don't think that there is a top tier top one team. No. So no. your four seed may not be as bad as it had been in previous seasons. Um, perhaps not. But I would. Right. I'm just saying maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, or Notre Dame gets left off too. Um, I I just I don't know. I don't have a good answer for this. So I'm just going to take a poke in the dark and say, Kate Klubnik. That's a not bad funny. answer. That's not, and you know what? That's the least offensive to me as a, as an individual. That's not right? a bad answer. As long as the, the final record is at nine and three, if Kate Klubnik is your villain, <laughs> I don't hate it. <laughs> Uh, so who does uh, who scores the most? Who does Notre Dame score the most points again? It's TCSU, right? Across the board, are we all are we all in agreement? You should score the most points against a, a, a F- FCS opponent. It, that's not how it's going to happen. So I'm going to go with Pitt. Holy shit! <laughs> how does this are work? First of all, fuck them kids. Second of all, yes, uh, I love um, it. They put up a ton of points against uh, Pitt. Pitt last time they played them, right? They sure did. They did. They did. Yeah. They did. They did. And the other thing is, like, I feel like they would beat the brakes off of uh, Pitt before they before they like Tennessee State is going to be like play your backups early sort of thing. I just feel like the game will be out of hand, and then they'll they'll cruise in the second half. Whereas I just think that they'll just, you know, with Pitt, it'll just be three quarters of stop, stop, he's already dead. And then, you know, they're basically deciding what to do in the fourth quarter. So and let, and let uh, Brayden Lindsay get injured again. <laughs> 45 to three. For that. Josh, I'm not a huge. Other... What do you got? Yeah, I, I mean, to me, the I think the obvious one. For myself is would have been would have been central. Uh, no, I realized Tennessee. That's a trick. I realized that it. Well, the well, if you, if you look at it correct, if you look at it, it, it could really set up to be one, right? So it's your fourth game. You should be clicking by then, right? Like on all cylinders by the fourth game. Um, maybe you didn't have a great day, but still pulled off a win in um, in Raleigh. And so this is kind of like a bounce back fucking like show like, hey, we're still fucking dominant kind of a game. Uh, but anyways, through all that. I think they're I think this is not 
what I would normally pick. I think it'll end up being Stanford. I was typing it as you said it. I just there's some I don't know, man. There is something about it that just to me screams they're gonna beat the fucking dog shit out of Stanford. Like Marcus Freeman is an Ohioan. He's got that dog in him. And I don't I mean I that Stanford game was an embarrassment last year. An absolute embarrassment. And they're not gonna be good this year either. And I just think that this is a chance it's just it's gonna get run up. It's gonna get run up. I, I like that reasoning. I like that reasoning. I like that too. And I personally wouldn't hate seeing it either. With the FCS nonsense that Sanford's bringing as a head coach. Um, all right. So who scores the most points against Notre Dame? Like, where's the shootouts going to come from? It's got to be USC, right? I think so. I mean, USC or, or Ohio State feel like the answers, right? I don't. Uh, well, I don't think Ohio State's offense is going to be very good. I mean, I mean if you just look at our, our 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 top three games, I just don't think Clemson is number one. I don't think Clemson is as good as what everyone's making them out to be. And even if they are, even if Klubnik is a lot better this year, I still don't find them to be an explosive offense. What was your and favorite? I mean, Klubnik did score a lot of points in the Notre Dame game. It just happened to be for Notre Dame. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it, it's it going to be one of the one of the top three there. Um, and again, I mean, by listen, by the time Notre Dame plays Ohio State, uh, McCord or or whoever, I know they like Brown at quarterback too as well. Or it could be a possibility they could be clicking. And with their with their receivers and and everything there, they I mean they could put up a lot of fucking points in a hurry, um, possibly. Mm-hmm. Let me t- lay it on me about their tackles. Yeah, right. Right. I mean, the, the, uh, but I mean, that's why I think USC is the play here is I think their offensive line should be okay. I think you have an established quarterback and. And like, don't say anything about the weather because it's the middle of October. The, the USC is going to bring phenomenal Listen, weather with the, the, U- the USC game in October is the best weather in South Bend all season long. All year long. Yeah. Though I will say last time Greg Fulmong was in Notre Dame, he brought some snow with him for that Boston college game. <laughs> and he yeah, might be in yeah. town for that game. So I'm taking he does, Yeah. It's a safe play. Do you, do you have something to the contrary? Are you going to take, I mean, if Cade Klubnick is going to be your, your villain, are you taking Clemson? Or is that going to be like a 24? No, I'm going to take I'm going to take Ohio State just because I feel like it was either between USC or Ohio State. So. And that's really the only two choices I could like. Cade comes through with a a 24, 20 win while Ohio State could win, you know, 35, 20. Right. It's not like. Okay. So, uh, which is more, 30-yard completions or 20-yard carries? 20-yard <laughs> uh, carries. Getting, I remember getting so suckered into no. this year, the Jack Cohn year, right? Yeah, because we saw the, 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 the videos that they put out. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> 
Do you have any idea what the yeah. numbers were for this last year? Uh, I do. I know that um, Wake Forest threw 27 30-yard uh, 30-yard uh, plus uh, passes, or passes, and I know that um, Notre Dame had uh, 18 uh, 20-yard rushes. Notre Dame was notorious for being incapable of the long run last year. Was that because of Pine? I don't know, but that's what makes this one so very interesting is uh, we're all high on estimate, but um, but, but what my does Sam Hartman do best? He's well, so my far. answer isn't my answer isn't be, isn't strictly because of estimate. It's because of Notre Dame getting up on some opponents and some other backs getting the carries, particularly yeah. backs with speed like a Price, Jeremiah Love making a making an appearance. I don't know. I just I quickly regretted saying carries when I started thinking about it, but I'll, I'll go with it. I'm going with completions. Um, I'm going to go with completions and Sam, we trust, I suppose. Yeah. That's, that's sort of my, my angle with it is, uh, I just, I know that he can do it. And I don't know if Notre Dame is a team, uh, just given with their, their woeful long runs last year. Um, if, if, if that's something that, they should, that they're going to be able to do, uh, which is more 30 yard passes allowed or 30 plus passes made made. <sighs> was this a question last year? Uh, it sure was. And made one. Which is hilarious because it was it, because a loud one prior. year prior and a yeah. loud one year prior with Cohen, right? Yeah. And Drew Pine somehow managed to to to, to, to do the do the thing. So yeah. So I got to guess the opposite of what I think is going to happen. So I yeah, guess I would say allowed. How's that for sound reasoning? I like it. I like the, the reasoning, uh, which is more games. The Irish score 40 plus or games. The Irish give up 20 plus. I'll take this one first. I think that there's the big three and then there is um, the remaining nine. And I think the remaining nine are going to allow the Notre Dame to score a lot of 40 plus games. Um. I think the big three certainly are the big three, but you know, the pits, you know, lumping them in there with Tennessee state with Navy, uh, with Duke, um, you know, with Stanford. I just think that there are a lot of opportunities for Notre Dame to score 40 plus points this year. So I'm picking 40 plus. All right. I'm going to say give up 20 plus. Also, a lot of chances to give up 20 plus. Yeah. Joshua? Oh, I'm definitely going with 40. I I don't think, outside of the big three, I don't think you'll see more than two 20-point games. Yeah, that's buying into Al Golden, but also buying into just sort of the, the depravity of the, this, the back half of the schedule. Right. And I think that the, I mean, I just, I, this isn't much of 
Golding, more or less that I th- I think the secondary is going to be much better than people are going to give it credit for. Not just because of Benny Mo, but I think Cam Hart is. And I'll talk the, about Cam Hart probably. A little. I, I I think transfer safety. Yeah, I I think the secondary is going to be much better than what people are giving them credit for right now. I think we'll see that play gradually get better and better as the season goes on and against say inferior competition or you're just not one of the top three in your schedule. I think they they'll eat. They're going to rake out there. Uh, well, speaking of raking then in the eating, uh, we'll call this one the full monk special, uh, which is more Benjamin Morrison interceptions yeah. or Kyle Hamilton career interceptions. Oh, oh. <laughs> So, Kyle Hamilton so has wrong. eight career interceptions. Benny Mo had six last year, just to put it in perspective. How many does did Benny Kyle have? Eight in his career. Okay. So, can Benny Mo eclipse eight? No. No. He had six last year. No. No. I will forever. I, 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 I don't think he gets six this year. Yeah, because, I mean, is he going to have – sort of the fortuitous like multi-pick games that he had. And I'm going to say, he- I'm going to say yes uh, to spite, spite Greg. I'm going to say that he is able by maybe the, uh, it's tough to say. Let me look at the schedule here. Um, so Benjamin Morrison has, has more than eight interceptions this season. Just give him the Thorpe board. Yeah. Or just eight. Just, just- just eight, eight or more, give him the third board. Oh, one to Tennessee State, NC State, Central Michigan, I in Ohio State. I think that he he might be able to have eight by like I don't know, four point five nine, oh. four point five nine I, games played, and he'll have it. He'll have eight. You know he's going to burn down your house, right? I have I have insurance. You know, I have insurance. Uh, there's been a lot of rain. I mean, I could use a couple of buildings burned down over here. That's a two. Greg, you can burn down the barn any any time. I need a new pole barn. All right. So, which is more, uh, passing touchdowns or rushing touchdowns? I think this is the year that passing wins. Yes. It's so hard because we don't know what our offensive coordinator is all about. But we do uh, not. It was a push last year, twenty-five and twenty-five. Uh, <laughs> it was passing in twenty twenty-one. I just feel as you're gonna. Not only is the secondary, you know, little underrated, but Notre's wide receivers nationally. I mean, I think. We think that there's a lot of potential there for them to have a big season, especially with Hartman, a quarterback. And I just think that's this feels like an easy one. Like, I just feel that they're they're going to they're going to get theirs for sure. Estimated leads the team in touchdowns, but I have a uh, quite an, a number of Sam Hartman to, get, to wide receiver. He can get passing touchdowns, too. Jude, are you going to disagree? Are you going passing? Or are you going rushing? Yeah, I'm going to go rushing. I just feel like we always think we're going to be better at this than we are. That's that's fair. That is fair. And plus, picking the contrarian on this one is not a bad call. Yeah, it's a 50-50, so. Yeah. Especially since it was a push last year. 
I know speaking it's here. So speaking of fifty fifty, uh over unders now. Uh over under the number of games that Notre Dame is on the marquee for college game day, one point five. So this means that doesn't mean they have to host. It just means that they're part of the game that college game game goes to. That's correct. Okay. Under. Yeah, if the if the home aways were inversed, I would go over. Well, no, it's got to be on the marquee. So, like, no, if, I, if like the Clemson game could be, if Notre Dame Clemson's on there, that counts. Right. So oh, they're see. on. Yeah. So if they're on the marquee, like if they're if no, basically what I'm saying they is they go like, to Death Valley. Is what you're saying, right? Right. Yeah. So if Notre Dame is part of co- a college right. game day game. But what I'm saying is, is that you have two Notre Dame home games that are the biggest games of the season for them. ESPN does not have a proclivity to. to they're not going to do back. They're not going to do Ohio State and SC at ND. Probably. And I don't. Or I don't. If they do. Let's just put it this way. They're going to be there for the Ohio State game. And that's it. They're not going to be there for SC, and they're sure. I don't think there'll be any chance of them going to Clemson. Clemson's going to have two losses by the time they're in plays, probably. Here's what I'll say: I'm going to say over because if they beat Ohio State, they will be there for USC. Because I don't think you can. I don't think there is a situation that exists where Notre Dame USC and Notre Dame is the number two or number three ranked team in the country and USC is the number two or ranked three. It's going to be like a two, three matchup, right? If, if Notre Dame beats Ohio state, what is Notre Dame ranked? <sighs> I don't know. I'm going to the, I'm going to the college football schedule for that week. Yeah. Um, Saturday, October 14th, Arkansas, Bama. Yeah. Ohio, Ohio Purdue. Nope. A&M, Tennessee, Georgia, Vanderbilt. Nope. Iowa, Iowa Wisconsin, Nada. Oregon, Washington. Maybe that, that might be the game Maybe. of the pack. Oregon, Washington. Uh, let's see Miami, North Carolina. Let's see Syracuse at Florida state. No. Ooh, that's sexy. Um, is Garrett Schrader mm. still there, Jude? <laughs> oh, at SU? Yeah. No, I think he was. A, I think he was a graduate last year, right? So who's the quarterback yeah. of? No. I don't know. It, you're. You might be on. There's not a very sexy week. You know, Auburn, LSU. But, like, let's say, look, picture in your mind, if Notre Dame beats Ohio State, where does Notre no, Dame what, rank? I get what you're saying, but we've seen this before. Now, if it was Notre Dame in LA and they were trying to prop up their own broadcast. Right. Yes. That's true. No, nope. that, that's the thing. Still is there. That's, Sorry. that's, that's my point. That's my point is that because two of the three big games this year at home, that's your, you're only getting one. Cause I'm not, putting Clemson, I'm not putting Clemson on even as a option. So I'm saying you're only going to get one ESPN trip to Notre Dame stadium. And I, and you I know what? And I, don't I, don't believe, I don't believe that, that the Notre Dame Clemson game is going to be as big as we're making it out to be right now once we get to it. No. And I'm not going to count Notre Dame Navy. Is that, I don't know if they're doing game day in Dublin. But I'm oh, not fuck. 
they were supposed to when it was supposed to be on ESPN. But yeah, yeah. you're right. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I count it. But don't count. It's week zero. Don't count it. It's week, it's week zero. So basically, what I'm saying. Anyways. What I'm saying is is does Notre Dame USC get a second shot? It's under. All right. So over under points scored per game, thirty five point two. They get it to forty this year. Is this the year they do it? Oh my god! So finally, finally get it. Finally get it. No. And Jared Parker is going to be hailed as the as the single greatest assistant coach hire since fucking. Corn Brown. <laughs> Corn Brown. There you go. I was like, what was the what was the what was the uh, the old Purdue head coach that Holt hired as the OC? Jim Coletto. Uh, Jim Coletto, yeah. Dude, do, do you think they're going to score thirty five point two? Not not I mean, even that, mentioning forty. This line is this line is great because I think if it was thirty three, I would have said over. If you said thirty eight, I would have said under. That's fine. Um, fuck. I, I'm <sighs> under. A lot of cupcakes on that schedule. I'm taking over. I don't know if they get to 40. I've lost. Uh, my heart's been broken too many times. Picking to 40. Uh, all right, so over under points per game allowed, twenty. I'm gonna go under. There was like a three, four year stretch where Notre Dame was allowing like seventeen, eighteen points a game. That's true. I don't see. I. I don't. Twenty three last year. Twenty three last year. I don't think there's a huge difference in talent. Um, from that to I just, yeah. 2018, 19, 20, and 21, all under. Yeah. And I think they get back, they get back to that. Another good line, Brendan. I really like it. Um, oh, man, this is really rough. I mean, when I, I want to say over. Yeah. And then go. when gonna- I – when I look at the schedule, though, I have such a very difficult time doing it because, like, I look at some teams like Navy, Tennessee State, Central Michigan. Um, I don't think Louisville is going to be particularly good breaking in a brand new coaching staff with Scott Satterfield taking off Cincinnati. Um, Stanford. Stanford, Wake Forest. I just think that there's a lot of teams that are going to struggle to score. 20, you know, to struggle to 14 points that I think that it can push down the USC, the big three. So uh, I'm going to pick under. Um, but I, you know, I, I don't, yeah, I mean, that's, that's fair. All it takes is for Phil to put up some garbage numbers, right? Which he's he do Phil Phil makes garbage numbers happen, and then suddenly Notre Dame gives up twenty point two points per game. Uh, okay, so over under Sam Hartman touchdown to inter 
interception ratio four to one. He's basically a career 3.5 to one. Touchdown interception ratio. If if you were curious as to where Sam Hartman exists on on the realm of of TD, uh, so like last year he was 38 and 12. Uh, the year before that he was 39 and 14. And then so if we're saying over, if we're saying over, we're saying a better, yeah, better touchdown to interception or I think four right. to ones. Yeah, you're you're basically saying is he three to one or four to one. I'll go over. Just don't think the, and even with your two toughest team or your three toughest teams, I don't see the the dangerous defenses in those teams that you play. Yeah, I mean, like if he goes thirty-five touchdowns, eight interceptions. Right, which does not sound outside the realm of possibility, right? Thirty-five and eight. Yeah, that's four point three to one. I mean, I think thirty-five and eight is 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 perfectly reasonable for Sam Hartman to, to have on the season. Yeah. But I mean, thirty-five and ten, and suddenly he's under. Right. So. I mean, I'd be extremely disappointed in 10 picks this year. I would be disappointed. He would be disappointed in 10 picks, but that's the thing. That's this is the game we're playing, right? He's certainly capable. He's certainly capable. He went 39 and 14 in 2011 and he went 38 and 12 uh, in 2022. I I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the under two. I think he throws a lot of touchdowns, um, but I think that there's some, some, some picks as well. I think that he could probably, honestly, I think he could probably do 40 and 12 this year, 40 and 11. I think he's going to throw a lot of touchdowns, um, but I think there's going to be some picks too. So, uh, so over under uh, 500 yard rushers, 3.5. This kind of goes up to where we had with, um, you know, yeah, Roger and running backs. This was the easiest under we took all last year, right? Yeah. I'm going to take under for sure. Okay. We well, all, we all can follow. We build, under. Can we build a case for over? I think. Uh, so. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I can make a case for anything, Jude. I mean, Jesus, yeah, you've known me see, long enough. <laughs> just give me the line and I'll sell it. But I mean, I just think it's too easy because if Logan Diggs is on the team, I think there there is a strong case to be made yeah. for for over. I I don't know, man. Three three point five is a big fucking line. It's like big. I would probably that's huge. I think that's I mean to me that feels like an easy under. Okay. Take under as well. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going under as well. Um, I, I think that uh, the the primary thing for me is just like I think Audrey Estime is just going to eat everything. I think it's going to be the one of those situations where they're 
I don't know if Jared. We'll see with Jared Parker of whether or not he wants to to do the sort of weird carry thing that Tommy Reese did last year. But my hope is that he doesn't. Um, all right. So over under team rush yards five, five yards per rush. I'm taking the over. I'm slamming that. There's never been a more confident pick for over that I've ever had uh, in this entire thing. We're going to rush for over five yards per carry. I'll bump my chest to that. I mean, this is all about the confidence of the of the offensive line, right? Yeah. And Audrey Esmey, yeah. The combination right. of Esmey and the line, yeah. And and yet the unders hit all three of the year last three years, right? Yep. Can't can't run your history, man. I'll take the under. Uh, okay, over under quarterback to use two point five. Oh God! Don't fucking monkey paw this into existence. Well, I'm just saying, are they gonna? There could oh, be a scenario. About, oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, so this is about whether or not we see Steve Angeli in the Tennessee State game. Bingo. Or you see, um, I mean, you could see Steve Angeli in the Tennessee State game. I think it's, I definitely think it's over because I think you'll see beginning of the season maybe Angeli coming in for some cleanup time. But they're gonna get, they're gonna get Minchie some fucking snaps. Yeah, he's got five. He's he got games to burn for your red shirt. They're going to get him some stats. So I think it's an, I think this is an easy over. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm, I'm going to take the over too. I'm uh, I'm taking the contrarian under. Um, Love this for you. Uh, <laughs> I need, I need to take a, I need to take a contrarian pick. Uh, and this is going to be the one that I take for it because, you know, I think that they'll get uh, Angeli, whoever is QB2 gets his reps when he gets his reps. And otherwise, you know, my hope is that they let uh, Sam Hartman pad his stats for uh, Heisman. Okay. All right. So next one. Over under four down attempts, 20, 25.5. I like this one because it's uh, it's insane. Does Notre Dame go for it on fourth down a bunch? They did not. Well, last year, what was 16? 16. Yep. Yeah, we're, I'm going to stick has, it under. Has Marcus Freeman made any comments about fourth down aggressiveness? Uh, he certainly did uh, yeah. in relation to the Stanford game where he said that uh, he might potentially be a little bit more of a pussy about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. He did. He did fucking hammer that under. I am uh, going to go with the over because I think that this team is better and I think that they're going to be more willing to go for fourth down. Um, took this one uh, from Avery Davis and I switched the name to Mitchell Evans. <laughs> uh, 
Over under Mitchell Evans pass attempts. Slam the over. Just gotta do. Just has to happen once. You know this is tough, right? Because I I want it to be over. I definitely want it to be over. I'm picking the under because I want it to be over, but I also want to uh, try and win this this thing. Yeah. Um. Oh fudge. Uh. God, all I gotta do is get one in in fucking twelve games, thirteen games. One. One. Maybe fourteen. One. Yeah, um, I'm going over. Hallelujah. Okay. All right, so, uh, fun one. Uh, and you picked over, right? Yeah. Uh, over under the number of games the Irish trail at the half. 2.5. And I put 2.5 as a line because there's the big three. Uh, but also, I don't necessarily think they're going to be trailing at the half of any of the big three. Uh, I'll just keep throwing in there. So 2.5. So what do you think? Are the Irish going to be trailing at the half? I mean, this is so on brand for three me. Times. It hurts. So I'm going to just say yes. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I was already penciling you in for the over on this one. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Over, yes. I mean, if we're doing branding here, you already know my thoughts. Uh, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's under. Um, for me, I think Notre Dame's going to be an offensive team this year. I think that that, that it's if they're going to lose game, it's going to be in the second half. I don't think that's going. I think they're going to come out firing. So I'm going to say it's going to be under. Even something like the Ohio State game, um, you know. Right. I think they're going to be gunning. So if you're going to want to beat Notre Dame, you're going to have to beat them in the second half. Um, so over, under, leading receiver. Uh, we did this last year as well. 70. Under. If 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 I was going to say John Mayer, Michael, sorry, I've been enjoying the Dead and Company's recent run of, of shows to, and and their careers. Uh, if Michael Mayer could not do it, then um, I do not know. I'm going to say under. Under. Um, Sam Hartman in 2021 had two 71 yard pass catchers. 2022, he had a 81 yard. He had an 81 but that, uh, pass catcher. That was with a Wake Forest roster, though. Yes, of an inferior Wake Forest roster. That is very true. Of A.T. Perry and uh, uh, Jaquari Robertson. Uh, that's I mean, true. What, I mean, what you had, what what you had is what you had. That's not a. That, yeah, A.T. Perry was very fucking good. Uh, A.T. Perry was like, very very serviceable. And you uh, had to use him a lot. You did. He is a very serviceable individual. Um, I think I think he can get seventy receptions out of somebody on this roster, right? Oh my! Oh, certainly. Uh, he certainly can. I don't think so. No, <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, theoretically, sure, uh, but no. 
how many Notre Dame players have? Um, I guess that's the question. Is like, how, you know, when was the last time Notre Dame had a seventy yard or seventy reception player? Do you know the answer to that question? Tate. No. They're earlier than that. Uh, but not as uh, or recently. Taylor Jones. No, is uh, Will Fuller, 2014, he had 76. Yeah, I was going to say Fuller. Did he really? Uh-huh. That just seems like a lot. TJ had 70 and 13. Um, Michael Floyd had a hondo in 11. Yeah, I, was, I don't know why. I don't know why Tate struck me. Considering Floyd was there last. but Floyd had 79 in 10, and Tate had 93. In 2009, so it's been a hot minute, right? It's been since 2014 since Notre Dame's had one, but that's not necessarily like it's not an enormous feat, right? Like last year, there were 34 guys who caught 70 balls. So I'm going to take the over. I'm going to say. I mean that's just that's not even five and a half catches a game in a thirteen game schedule. So I mean it's you're right. It's not a not a huge amount. I mean it's not huge, but it's a feat that Notre Dame hasn't accomplished since twenty fourteen. Right. Um so I'm, I'm gonna say going under. over. Yeah, I, I yeah. I think they I think he's gonna find one of the Jadens or you know uh, Tobias or he's gonna find somebody. He is too good of a quarterback not to. So Judy, you taking the under? Yeah. Uh, uh, That's the next uh, section here. Does one of the freshman wide receivers break out? And we did this last year where we're we're quantifying a breakout as being like a 25 catch, 350 yard baseline. Yeah, I mean, I I picked Jaden Greathouse as my leading receiver. I'm definitely going to say yes here. Uh, I'm going to say no. I'm also going to say no. Can I just, can I get yes and, and just take any freshman receiver or do I? Yeah. Have, okay. Yeah. 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 Right. No, leave that great house on there though. Cause I, that this shows Jude's aunt, Jude, who Jude thinks is the best chance, but doesn't match. Uh, does the five guys who start on the uh, O line finish the season together? No. no. Oh, is that because of injury or is that because you think somebody's? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just, that's fair. Football is a, football is a contact sport, which it's uh, a Stoffic, um, Billy, um, well, I mean, and also, I mean, you could see because, I mean, you could see movement at the guard. Uh, by right. then too. Because we're we're know. all pretty sure I think it's, it's gonna I, be I, Andrew Billy at the guards and you know Zeke at center. You know, the tackles are obviously the tackles. Right. Jude. I mean, it's a long season. It's just so hard to say yes to this question. Um 
It doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't. So I'm, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say that to buy the bowl game, um, that which is starting against Navy is the, the lineup that, that rolls into the bowl game. If that's the case, if that's the case, then you're talking about playoff game. Like if Notre Dame rolls out a line that, that plays together all season long, they don't have to make any adjustments, then we're doing okay. I, we're doing pretty I, good for ourselves. Yeah. Does Notre Dame win two of the big three? Yes. No. Jude? Nope. No. I think unequivocally, yes. Fucking wet blanket, Jude. Hey, man, I got a brand to protect. I'm going to. He's got I'm a brand. He's, all right. So does Notre Dame wear green? If so, against who? Um, I'm going to say against Ohio State. You can me as that, too. I think you have to wear it against Ohio State. Number one, it's the fucking it's it's, it's the green the game. dumb reason that people it's the, it's the dumb reason that people think you should wear one. Is reason plus it's the fucking green out like you it's the you green have out. to go at some point you have to go all in. And, and Marcus it, made a point of it in like the the video he was like, yeah, you know, we're green out with the cow game. It was like oh you know, right. we're green. It's like now you out. Real- Break them out. Hopefully, now really have. Hopefully, hopefully, these are these are a different version of uh, of the green jerseys. Hopefully, we can read the numbers up in the box. Yes. Yeah, uh, Jude, what do you got? Are they wearing green? Mm. Are they going to wear well, green against okay. Ohio State? Which is would be the fan base will melt down. Right? People are going to just go fucking crazy. I think they would actually go more crazy if it was SC, like an undefeated yeah. SC at night, and undefeated ND and undefeated SC, undefeated ND at night. Notre Dame wears green. I think that would be the, the I mean, for go. all intents and purposes, like no, if Notre Dame's not undefeated for the Ohio State game, we have big problems, right? True. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, Something. like pulling out the green jerseys against Ohio State at night. I mean, it's going to be electric if they do that. If not, uh, how excited are you for those green jerseys against Wake Forest? (laughs) (laughs) Which is known to happen. Uh, Jude, Jude, what did you go with? Yes or or no? Um, I mean, I feel like like yes is the answer because you guys picked Ohio State. I'll pick USC to be contrarian. I mean, it could definitely be both teams. Yeah, it could. Um, I'd like to see them wear about season. As long as they're correct ones. You guys just reminded me, uh, you know, obviously I'm involved in my uh, my local Notre Dame club. And again, for people who ask this question, um, you know, they do refer to them shorthandedly as alumni clubs, but they're not just open to alumni. I happen to be an alumni. I happen to be involved in the club. But we have plenty of people that are not alumni that are involved in their local club. So if you've ever been interested, just just look up Notre Dame Club and then your local area, and there's probably is one. Uh, but anyways, they we had a meeting and they said we can get a parking pass for Wake Forest. Are we interested? We had four, 48 hours to respond, and the parking pass was going to be $125. It was going to be for the bookstore a lot. So, like, 
could we could we charge somebody $125? Yeah, then we're just we're just hooking a friend up with a bookstore, you know, pass or whatever. But, you know, putting money on top of that, like it's already a $125 parking pass. Like you're not gonna make you're not gonna make oola money on that. You know what I mean? Plus right. they give you 48 hours to respond. And it's just like clearly they're having problems getting rid of parking passes for Wake Forest because who's gonna want to go out and watch Wake Forest and what is it? Week before Thanksgiving? Sam Hartman's mom is his uh, ribbon puka shell yeah. necklace. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if, if Sam Hartman's Dude, don't mom is... Fucking, don't, don't put down a puka shell necklace. I will never put down a puka shell necklace. But, I'm just saying. No, uh, that's just, it's just the funny the way it is. Maybe that one wasn't 28. Maybe that one wasn't 48 hours notice. The Tennessee State one was definitely 48 hours notice, which sort of makes sense because the game is September 2nd, but sort of also doesn't make sense that you, you let us know... If, 14 seconds before, you know? Right. <laughs> and they're always like, do you want to try to sell to one of your people? Like, I don't, who do you think we are? Do you think we just wait around waiting for, you know, shit to come off from the, from the alumni association so that we can put out emails and then coordinate all this shit for a hundred. Well, yes. Right. No profit. Well, yes. Yes. Of course. Of course. That's what they think. Do your job. Yeah. Pass. All right, well, to put you on uh, the spot then, Jude, does Notre Dame Stadium get invited by an opposing fan base this year? Do they get invaded by opposing yeah, fan Yeah, do they get invaded? Okay, so I remember my buddy saying, Clemson's going to come in, they're going to, you know, the, the 2020 game was, um, you know, COVID and nobody could come and their fan base is going to show out. And then like Thursday, everybody was checking the bars, looking for orange, like nobody was there. Right. So yeah. we've got the same thing going on this year with Ohio state, right? Yes. First game back in, uh, in 20 years, 30 years. What are we? 1996. 96. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie George. So 25 years, Orlando 25 Pace. years, give or take. Um, you know, f- fan base that travels well, certainly close by, you know, they can tickets are going to be could be had, although Notre Dame did make efforts to try to make sure that those didn't get outside outside the Soren society. Um, L.O.L. But, you know, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm going to say. No. <gasps> oh, my God, I'm saying absolutely yes. The real problem, though, I'll, I'll find is that the Ohio State Notre Dame game is actually homecoming weekend for Hicksville, and I'm get I'm catching a lot of shit uh, for not being here for for the homecoming dance. So maybe some of the Hicksville people won't be up there. Uh, fuck that, man! It, it is going. Cincinnati did it. Ohio State is definitely going to do it. I don't think I don't think Ohio State's going to do it. Whoa, I think that, whoa, 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 whoa. Cincinnati wasn't an invasion. Georgia no, it wasn't. Georgia and Nebraska are fucking invasions. Cincinnati <laughs> was a good <laughs> showing. Oh no, 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 oh no, 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 no. Cincinnati was an invasion. I classify that as an invasion. Is that your definition? That, I, was, I, I was there, dude. I'm telling yeah, you, it was a fucking. It was. Invasion. It was an invasion. It was. There bad. was. Well, it, if, there was it, red it, fucking everywhere. It was. They were there. Okay. If if that's your definition of invasion, then I'm changing my answer to yes because that's not that's not a great standard. Um, here, no, here's what I'll say. Georgia was a fucking invasion. Georgia was, I was there for that. It was an invasion. Nebraska was an invasion. Cincinnati was an invasion. Here's the, 
Here's the it, thing. It, no, it did not match Georgia's. I will give you that. But it was beyond. I mean, dude. Ju- it was, Josh, it was, Josh, I have a choice. Georgia I, was probably well, Georgia was probably 60-40, right? Is that what we kind of got the countdown to, 60-40? Yeah, 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 yeah. I have a trump card. No, I, I figured out. I figured this out. Did Cincinnati bring a band? Shit, I don't No, they didn't. They did not. So the allocated tickets that were going to go to their band that were in the stadium went to the to the fans. Correct. Will Ohio State bring their band to Notre Dame Stadium? 100% Most yes. Most likely. 100% yes. Yeah. So it will not be on the same level as Cincinnati. That just that just means you're going to get more. I mean, Ohio State, Cincinnati nope, is on the less, same level as Ohio State. There are less tickets available. Cincinnati fans where this this was their Super Bowl, right? I, this I, is I, a big-ass game that is not in Ann Arbor. I'm, I'm on telling TV. you, I'm telling you right. I'm telling you right now, they're going, they're going to find their ways. It's going to be an invasion. It's going to be another fucking. I don't fucking think Notre Dame fans sell their tickets moment. at the level. Um, oh. I don't. All right. You guys have changed the world. You guys can put money in the number still rules. I'm saying no. I'm on team Jude. You wait, you got to give me, a, you got to give me a number here. Cause I got to know what I'm working with here. How many fans I'm not, I'm not sure constitutes what, an invasion? I'm not sure what the number. I don't know what the number is. I know when I'm there, when I see it, Okay. what it feels like. If it feels like, All right. like there is an overabundance of fans. Georgia so, certainly was one. I was, I'm working off of that baseline. Cincinnati did not come, did not meet the Georgia level, but that was a fucking shit ton of fans. And, and it was they, noticeable. And entire, it, it was, was noticeable, fun. but they did not have the band, which the band counts towards uh, fan attendance. But again, Cincinnati is not Ohio State does not carry that same type of fan base. I'm telling they you, they're not. But Cincinnati <laughs> fans are also. I'm telling you, I'm fucking telling you, this is gonna happen. So just be prepared. All right. So he, he, I just want to I want to put some numbers in perspective here. Okay. The Omaha paper in 2000, Omaha Herald World estimated Nebraska fan attendance at 25,000 people. Okay. That and stadium 80, was that, that 82,000 at, 82, at that 75. time seated 80,000 people, 80,795, right? So 25,000 people would be, would be, uh, just under a third, right? It'd be 30%, right? 30. Yeah. yeah 31%. Okay. If you say that Georgia was 60, 40, then that meant that Georgia had more fans there than, than, than Nebraska did. I don't think that's true. Yes. Hmm. Dude, yes, I do. If it was a bowl game, it, listen. If, if a team, listen. If a, te- if a team hits somewhere between the twenty to twenty-five percent mark on the road, that's an invasion. Okay, so so that's fine. So Notre Dame's current capacity is is what seventy seventy seven thousand six twenty two. Is that right? Yeah, that right? yeah. The the seat expansion. Yeah. So and you're saying twenty thousand, or I'm sorry, twenty percent. 20 or 25 percent. So I got to hit between 15,000 and 19,000 fans. I I think 15,000 Ohio State fans. I think it's got to be, I think it's got to be at least, it has to be over a quarter. I think it's got to be at least 30 percent. Okay. I don't think that you have a quarter. So 20,000 then. Do I think Ohio State is going to do 5,000 less than what Nebraska did to us in 2000? I do not. 
No, I don't either. I think I there is a concerted effort among the fan base to not let that Bullshit. happen. Bullshit. That's, yeah, that's a lot of talk until someone puts me, a coin in their, me, in their hand. Me, maybe. But it's going to look like a goddamn Christmas tree in that stadium. It's going to be fucking red and green everywhere. It's going to be red and green. Yeah, it will be. All right. Uh, this is the uh, this next one is the uh, Joshua special. Does Marcus make a show of one of the rivalry trophies this year, i.e. drinking from the Legends trophy? Didn't get a chance to last year because he didn't get a dub in any of the rival games. <laughs> Criminal. Uh, I mean, he's not going to get a chance until USC. Right? Nope. nope. Well, maybe. Well, he, no, he had a chance last year. He could have done it with the uh, BC shit trophy. with the Rip Miller trophy, except put it back together. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. We're not. We're not talking about that. Doesn't count. That's phenomenal, count. Dude. Just put it back. Together. <laughs> put it back together. Um. But yeah, last year he had a chance with the BC trophy. It didn't. Yeah. This year it's it's thin. It's it's SC and Stanford. That does, is it. Does he hot? Does he hoof up the shillelagh or does he drink yes. from the Legends trophy? Yes. If you if Notre Dame wins, you will. I don't even know what the what the show will be, but it'll be a lot of social media fucking posts because they don't want to have the they won't get the stick from SC on the field because that's because Notre Dame doesn't do that, so no one else will do that for. So you'll get it in the locker room, and then you'll see a lot of videos of them holding it up and yada yada yada. That'll be about as much of a show as he can make of it. Does he chug? Does he basically the question is does he chug something out of the out of the bowl at Stanford? If Notre Dame goes undefeated, yes. And even then, you got to get it back from them, fucking too. So you're not gonna. I mean, you may, may or may not be there for him. God, yeah, what a, I think he's. I think he's definitely capable uh, of doing something in Notre Dame, capable of putting it out. But I just don't think that the opportunity is going to present itself because. As Joshua mentioned, you have to get the Legends Trophy back from Stanford, and I don't know that that's a that night transfer. Especially that one more so than anyone else, because that is one that I believe I've heard before that sometimes gets shipped back. Well, the Legends Trophy will be there because they already have it there. Right, but the, the, but possession-wise. Like oh. Sometimes, it, sometimes right. if they brought I mean, it, if they brought it with them and they didn't have to hand it over, then it's going to be easier to drink from than having to get it back. Yeah, I mean, it's not like they have to bring it anywhere. It's at Stanford's campus already, and they're playing right. But Stanford. Stanford still has to hand it over. That's true. They do have to hand it over. All right, what do you think, Jude? Josh says yes. I say no. Like I'm not sure what it what defines like make a show of. I definitely think you just, know it, what defines social make a show of. You know, dancing with a megaphone, drinking from the Legends Trophy. You know, uh, uh, you know. Right, yes. Then yes, I think you know what it means. Notre Dame, be- Notre Dame beats SC somehow. There'll be a the there'll be a really fun 20 second clip of Marcus Freeman uh, playing baseball with it or something. I don't fucking know. Okay, so does an opposing head coach noticeably whine after a game? If so, who? <laughs> yes, Narduzzi. I was going to say, Narduzzi is the answer here, right? <laughs> All right, so we're going Narduzzi. Even when, you, when you don't play him. Going Narduzzi's across the board. 
<laughs> I. Who's the biggest trap game? Central. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for. Oh, okay. You're gonna say Central? That's. Yeah, Central. Terrible. Central's thing. on brand. Uh, they're oh, not yeah. good enough to be. Said the same about Toledo, right? Central's not good. Central's nowhere near Toledo level of uh, talent there. I guess we'll fuck around and find out, right? All right, uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'll send you a central shirt. Okay. Look, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this, and I fucking hate myself for saying it, because I want to rip my eardrums out anytime I hear Tim Priester say it, because I think it's bullshit. Tim Priester is scared to fucking death, and I mean scared to death of Duke. Fucking talks about him all the time. What, what did I write down in there before you even said a single word? I don't know. <laughs> Where did it? Yep, you already got me down. You already know what I was going to say. It lines up right. It's after the Ohio State game. It's on the road. It's a. It's either a good. It's like a. There's great chance to, of of rallying, and there's also a great chance of just fucking falling flat on your face. I think it's. I think it's a perfect, perfect setup for a trap. For Duke, I mean, I've read. Article after article um, about uh, Daniel Jones heir apparent. I can't take. I, can't, I mean, I Riley really can't Leonard. take the Duke here. I can't. The Riley Leonard. I, I Riley Leonard heir apparent. I mean, the greatest thing since I mean Daniel Jones. I can't think of a quarterback in the NFL better than Daniel Jones. His Danny Dimes. Uh, you know, vanilla, vanilla Vic. Uh, what other kind of good nicknames do you have, Jude? Did I, did I get both of them? I, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Louisville is mine. Um, just because it's before the Ohio State game. It's after the Duke game. It's, it's Oh, you mean before the USC game? Uh, yeah, before the USC game. Um I don't think Louisville is particularly very good, but I just think that back to back of Duke and Louisville, um, you know, looking ahead to USC, that look ahead sandwich. Uh, yeah, I'll Jeff Brom. No, Jeff Brom. Yeah, he's at uh, uh, Purdue. No, you now. got Jeff Brom. Oh yeah, he's back at his, his home school. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 So I'm I'm gonna pick Louisville. Um, so pick a player who surprises at Notre Dame. So if I'm looking at this thing, um, it's obviously Jude picks Jordan Greathouse. Jude picks uh, Sneed, right? <laughs> I'm a, a player that surprises. I'm going to go with Jason Anye. Anye, Anye. That would that would bode very well. It would be, be a great surprise, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> we need some surprises on the defensive line. Um, so that this is kind of a projection, but I I think Jason Anya. I mean, if Jason, sure Anya, the, if Jason Anya is your pick, I mean, oof. Very lock excited. it up. Yeah, I'm very excited for this season. Jude, who you got? 
Uh, so I have to pick somebody besides Great House? Is that? Oh, no. No, no you can pick taking... whoever you want. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. S- stick with my Great House. It's your wagon at Jaden Great House. I mean, is it, is it a surprise now that he caught 4,425 no, like, spring game? Listen, like I said, like I said, the fucking, the player that everyone was, was pissing and moaning that we lost out on, the five-star Peyton Bowen, him and his buddies used Jaden Great House as a verb. They got great housed. Right. They, they said it over and over again. Dude, that's that that's a big it's a big tell from the state of Texas. So you're not wrong, dude. That's that, that that's a solid pick, dude. Um I mean, you can't pick like Jean Baptiste as as the the player, right? Um, right, you there's, can't. There's expectations that. there, yeah. No, there's there's a lot. Of, I think there's a fair amount of expectations. Not crazy high, but enough. So it would, would be a surprise. What about Antonio Carter? What do you give me for that? Not a surprise. Damn it. Expectations there as well. I mean, I don't think anybody from the transfer portal really could be considered a surprise. Those are guys that you recruited for, for Merc work. Yeah. And they are Mercs. And I mean, he is the murkiest of Mercs, right? Cause that's the guy that of the transfer portal guys outside of Hartman that you're like, okay. Um, I mean, he's, the, he's there to increase his draft profile. Like, yeah. So him, him having a good season, which I believe he probably he will should have. Yeah, I mean, he'll he be the saver Watts. He should is, be the other safety. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you gotta. This is this is the kind of section where you need to dig down into like the sophomore class. Um, maybe you know, maybe a, a junior that hasn't done much. Um, which was Jason Yanye is a junior. Like right, you can't I mean, pick, you can't pick Billy Shrouth, right? Because like it's, you know, Priester was like, that's your starting left guard, and it's like, well, right. who's he like? Who's even your your? I don't know, but you know what I will allow? I would allow you to say Dion Colsey because we've gone this entire time and not once have we brought his name up. I don't know if he's gonna be wide receiver number. four. Four, right? Because you have Tobias, Jaden, Chris Tyree, wait. and then Jaden, and then is Dion Cozy number four? Uh, he's number is two. Number five. He's number two. Well, so in my, in my mind, I, I mean, I think Thomas is your is your top dog. Thomas is your one. Then Colsey. Tyree, then Tobias. Like Tyree is playing the slot. Right. So is Tobias your Z? I mean, I I'm not trying to. I'm not gonna. I'm not putting any. I'm not putting much stock in Tobias. Let's put it that way. Okay. I, mean, I have more stock in Colsey right now than than Merriweather. All right, A lot is, Like. Like bundles more. I, then I'm going to go with. Um, I mean, Brennan Vernon's right there. Bubakar Treyar. 
I'm there's all sorts of, I, I'll take Jalen Seed. I'll take Jalen Seed. That's fine. All right. There you go. That's, that's a solid pick. That's fine. Uh, pick your conference championship winners. ACC, Big 12, SEC, Big 10, and Pac-12. So I'll I think my, my answers feel fairly chalky here, but let me throw them out here. All right. I'll take I got Clemson and the ACC. I got Texas, Big 12. I got Meat Chicken, Big 10. And I got USC, Pac-12. And I got Georgia, SEC. Did I get them all? Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. So I'm going to take uh, Florida State, Texas Tech. Uh Georgia, Iowa State, and Washington. So what I would say to that is if you honestly believe Texas Tech is going to finish, going to win the Big 12, you should put money on that because they got – that's that's a long odd situation there. So It's not as long uh, – if you look at it, I think they're like third or fourth. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go. I'm with you on Florida state. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to go, uh, Kansas state, get that back to back conference back-to-back championship. Champ. Yep. Cause they won it last year. Uh, I want to ride that LSU train. Eat it. Are you wearing a tie uh, while doing it? <laughs> yeah. You wearing a tie? Uh, too many ties. Um, <laughs> Penn State. Let's go Iowa. Let's go Iowa in the Big Ten. Um, what? You know and what? Then, I'm uh, switching my pick to Penn State. Actually. Iowa in the Big wa- Ten. Are and then Washington Pac-12. No. Are we picking who's going fi- to finish fifth in the Big Ten? Oh no! Oh no! Okay. I'm. I'm actually. I, I'm. I'm an idiot. I didn't mean mean to pick Ohio State. I meant to pick Penn State because I think Penn State's the best team in the. Uh, and who'd you pick for the Pac-12? Washington, correctly. Yes. Yes. You guys are idiots. I'm picking. Uh, just, I'm picking just, just, takes a, just take. Just take. Just take a you. conference champion, championship was, game performance Iowa's from Kate Backmore. Completely not serious pick. It's Iowa's a not serious pick. pick. Penn State. Oh, has, oh no no no, Penn, no no no! Iowa hit the portal. Iowa, Iowa does fine without anything. They added yeah. a couple of players that they maybe shouldn't have and don't Let normally have, Kate which Mac puts them in a better spot. All right. Uh, yeah. Let me just go Hawkeyes. Let me hear about Brian Ferentz. Um, I think the correct pick is uh, Penn State or Mich- Meat Chicken. You know what, Joshua? I'll, I'll tell you right now. Iowa wins the Big Ten. I'm going to buy you something from the Iowa home field collection and send it to your house. Cause that, Ooh, that I, get it. yeah, celebrate that I, in style. I would love that. Any, any crew neck. All right. So pick Billion. me three, there. three finalists that go to the uh, Heisman ceremony for New York city. Mm. Caleb Williams, Sam Hartman, Drake may. Caleb Williams, Dukes Mayo, and Hartman. 
You ready? Uh, I'm ready. I'm just excited for the fact that Josh picks uh, LSU and doesn't pick Jaden uh, Jaden Daniels as Heisman. Because they're going to do it the LSU way like every other time without Joe Burrow. Shit. Yeah, I'll yeah. be a shit. All right, the I'm non-Joe ready. Burrow way. I'm ready, Jude. All right, Caleb Williams, Quinn Ewers, and Brock Bowers. Gross. That's so uh, gross. gross. It's the, uh, it's the it's the grossiest of gross. It's it, it hurts my heart. Look, I'm never even close on these ones, so this no one maybe is. I'm, maybe I'm no. actually hurting them. I have no idea. Uh, uh, I'm gonna pick. Uh, you know, just based off of who I picked here. Um, I'm gonna take. Uh, Penix Jr. Ooh, West Coast action in there. Well, because I picked Washington. So right if from, you so if you got Penix, you are you gonna you bring him back? Caleb Williams, you're gonna have two for the West Coast. No, because I picked USC to win the conference. So I'm taking Penix. I'm taking Jordan Travis because of the Florida State connection. And then I'm taking uh, Sam Hartman because um, I think that Penn State gets it done. It's with uh, defense and their offensive line. And I don't necessarily think that they have uh, a Heisman candidate in Georgia. Brett, I think. Yeah. Brendan, I want to change uh, one of my picks in the yeah. conference I'm Utah for Pac 12. Instead of Washington? Yes. Yeah. We have uh, Pac-12 wide open, so pick your playoff teams. Jude, give me your playoff teams first. Uh, okay. Um, let's go USC, Michigan, Georgia, and Texas. Joshua. Utah, LSU, Michigan, Notre Dame. So Michigan, Michigan didn't win their conference champion, right? Michigan, right. It fucking happens. It okay. fucking Plus, happens. I mean, look at it. I mean, look at last year with TCU who beat Michigan. I mean, it could it could be Iowa and Penn State in the Big Ten cha- championship game, but Michigan because, sitting there with one law. Okay. Who'd they lose to? I don't fucking know. Penn State. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Georgia, Washington, Notre Dame, and uh, Alabama. Eleven Penix, huh? I think uh, that's why we're going to find uh, whoever gets to play Penix is, is getting the dub uh, with that Washington team for the uh, college football playoff committee being um, villains. But, yeah, yeah, I, I think mm. the, the Pac-12 gets uh, gets an invite there. I think Penn State wins. It's like a two-loss champ, right? 
Man, what a what a work of beauty this whole thing was. My I God. love it. <laughs> My God. And uh, so, yeah, so uh, so mark, mark that down. Uh, you can play along at home. Uh, last year, we sent this along to some other beat writers and they uh, they played along, had some fun answers. We'll probably do that again. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll be keeping track and probably jabbing uh, at it. And a few people. I'm, apparently now I'm going to be Iowa's uh, number number one fan on the internet. You uh, and Brian fans. Yeah, I'm, I'm sold. I'm sold. Um, yeah. So that was it. I mean, this is a, that, that was a monster. Uh, that was a monster job. Well done by us. Talking golf clap for us. So yep. one little uh, Instagram type sighting. Did you notice that uh, Kavanaugh Quinn was baptized in Notre Dame? Brady's newest son. I did not notice that. No. Okay. You want to take one guess on who, uh, which priest performed the baptism for him? Probably Father Joyce or not Father, Father Jenkins. Father Jenkins, exactly right. Yeah. You think I could get Father Jenkins to do the baptism if I uh, if I asked? Am I next? No, kid? no. But I did. I did find it hilarious that uh, uh, Shorebrick's daughter got married. Uh, in-house without having graduated Notre Dame, which I thought wasn't supposed to be a thing that was allowed. Right? Did she marry an Notre Dame grad? No. Oh. Yeah, they, they must have given her special dispensation. Because right? Jack's her daughter. <laughs> Jack's is her dad. Right. And, uh, man, I wish I was Jack's kid. I get all sorts of special things. Yeah. Job at UA or NBC? Take your pick. Take your pick. Get married wherever I wanted. Be fantastic. Hmm. Well, well, well. Congratulations to to Brady Quinn on that. And um, I imagine when Jimmy Clausen asked for the same, uh, since he never beat USC either, so they should let him have Father Jenkins baptize a baby. <clears throat> Brennan, you got anything left in the tank? I'm gonna take that as a no. I mean, no, I don't have I don't have particularly anything left in the tank. Uh, <laughs> other, than, it out. other than um, what are we? Eight days from camp, right? Uh, <laughs> seven days from from where this is at uh, when when you're probably downloading this podcast. Uh, I mean, the season's upon us, right? I mean, it's it's a Late July, uh, the leaves haven't quite turned silver yet or, or turned over. Um, but normally, season, a decade ago, we would have been like what three weeks into uh, NCAA football for me. Yeah, I mean, we'd be right into the EA sports and it would have been able to power us through it. But like, yeah, like 20 dynasty seasons in. And I, I don't know if you followed along with what where it's going on, but there's some some people who are holding out on the A where they don't think that the what is it five hundred or like a thousand I don't know where it's at. I mean it's 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 an okay amount of money for you to be on. Yeah, last time it was five hundred bucks, but then they were there was there was some kvetching about that, right? Yeah, and it's like. What what it's it's your name on a video game and you get to be on a video game. You don't have to do anything. And it's like, 
are you going to hold up the the whole thing to be like a dick bag about like them just using your name? Like, I, I don't know. I, I think that that whole thing is, it's like, you're just kind of being a jerk about it. Like you have 85 kids on 130 rosters. That you got to pay the money to. And I understand that they have a lot of money, but it's like, come on, just, just have a game, right? I want 10 grand G. Yeah, yeah, I want ten grand. It's like, come on, just let us have. Like, I do. Game. I do wonder though, the holdouts, like how much they they think that they can get. They should. It should be. You know what? Fuck them. It should be like NBA Jam. We're like Michael Jordan didn't want to play ball. Guess what? You're not in the game. Right? Yep. Like Barry Bonds just want to be. It's, in the it's game. BJ. It's BJ Armstrong and Scottie Pippen. It's BJ Armstrong, Sky Pippen. You know what? You know what? Uh, if if you don't want to be in the game, you're not in the game. We'll just have like a generic stand-in for your it, it for your avatar. It didn't make NBA Jam. It didn't make NBA Jam uh, any worse of a game. It did it not. Was a fantastic, fantastic game. And there's a lot of examples of players that like held out. Like I think uh, Barry Bonds held out of some like uh, baseball games uh, in the '90s. Whereas like it didn't make it a worse game if you didn't if you sat out. So like you Notre Dame, Notre Dame held out of the original Bill Walsh college football game and it was South Bend and everyone was just fine with that. Yeah. Fuck it. Just just QB Eagles, man. My favorite thing. QB Eagles. Just roll with it. So like, I don't know. It's getting about that time. Um Football needs to be here. We're going to be inundated with clamp, camp clips in a week. So I'm Maybe. excited for it. Maybe. Uh, I plan. I haven't been able to find and procure, uh, though this, this weekend I will be grabbing one from Walmart because I know that's where they're at. My um, Phil Steele. So I think next week we'll do our uh, previewing the, the preview max uh, podcast where – I'll give you guys uh, all of the uh, the preview mag looks, which I know you love. Josh, I know you love uh, all the Phil Steele's uh, rehashing of the, the previous I year. Think, I'm going to write two new sentences should, every I year. You, I think you should grab a random one off the shelf. Read us the name. Uh, read us the, uh, the season preview and see if we can guess which season the hell he was talking about. Oh my God, that'd be so good. I mean, I I've showed you the picture. I got them all in my closet. I have so, every year. Yeah. To be yeah. to be perfectly fair, it's been man, I don't even know how many years it's been since I've bought and read a, a Phil Steele. So I could probably buy one this year and be perfectly f- fine and happy with it, uh, knowing that I didn't read the same goddamn things the last four years in a row. But. Uh, Oh, I mean, I got my I got my Lindy's, I got my Athlon. I can I can read them off to you right now. I can tell you I can tell you all <laughs> what the Notre Dame write up is for them. You know, that'll be that'll be definitely. We'll get to that next pod. We'll get to that it's, next week. Yeah. I mean, that congratulations to us. We've never. I don't know if we've ever said we're going to do something on a pod before on the next pod. Usually, <laughs> we got five 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 minutes before recording. Hey, uh, so you guys want to talk about? So congratulations to us. All right, uh, I got nothing else. Uh, I am 
I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lot of beers in tonight. Uh, I tell you what, you you guys ever, you guys drink beer out of, out of tiny glasses at all? Are you, are you, do you drink Wisconsin style ever? Uh, well, we call it Pennsylvania style because that's what uh, my wife, mm. my wife's in-laws do is they drink uh, icy light out of tiny, tiny glasses. Uh, yeah, I'm drinking. Uh, I got got some Labatt's. Uh, just felt like ha- having Labatt's. I haven't had it in, in years and got some. But I do enjoy drinking out of a tiny glass. And I used to take uh, tiny glasses with me to people's houses when they were, were going over to drink. Uh, just so I'd have it handy. Uh, I think it's Wisconsin style. This is what they use at all the, you know, like uh, Manitowoc, Wisconsin. Like everybody's got a bar in their basement, like a legit bar. Uh, and everyone drinks out of these tiny little glasses. So anyways, I didn't know if anybody else liked doing it. I enjoy it. And that's it. That's all I got. I hope you enjoy your tiny glass beer. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, yeah, so keep keep uh, checking out the site. Uh, we are uh, we are definitely rolling back into here comes the season mode. Uh, at least I am. Uh, but uh, it's gonna get fun. Here we go. We just got we just got through this our giant prop bed uh, that prop bed uh, pod. That is a big keystone uh, for the off season uh, march to the season. This is huge. And that's it. So for Jude, for Brendan, and for everybody over at One Foot Down, thanks for listening. And as always, go Irish. <laughs>